a devil-worshipping satanic cult, incest, stand-up comedy, and a shitty music video all rolled into one. We watched Hack-A-Lantern. We watch it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What is up, Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me, as always, is my buddy, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you tonight? Ding, ding, ding. I'm doing fucking fantastic. All right. Let me, let me tell you why. All right. All right. This past weekend was uh, UFC 244. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, I gotta give a quick shout out to Grand Flavored Vodka, follower of ours on Instagram, and the Spook, uh, <clears throat> the Spook House podcast, because I talked to those guys a little bit about MMA on our Instagram, and I played some bets. Did you find actually win? <laughs> like three hundred fifty dollars. All right. All right. So finally, <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, you go through a drought, it starts coming back, baby. So I'm doing really good. <laughs> I just paid for new tires on my car. That's awesome. Yeah, but to imply that you go through a drought would imply that you know that you would actually went through a a wet period first or a good period. As far as I know, you've never had that good period. It's just been drought, 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 yeah. drought, 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 drought. <laughs> Anderson Silva's definitely going to win this one. Oh shit, his leg just broke in half. Fuck, there goes fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of those. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, I'll drink to that. Good on you. Congratulations then. Um, I'm happy for you. It has nothing to do with horror, Not but at hey, all. it was great. hey I don't know. I just want to do a little Ed McMahon there. I think that was Ed McMahon. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Anyway, um, let's try to get the energy back. I, I don't know why. I'm, I'm, I was, I'm just kind of, uh, today, I'm just, I'm going to try to get this energy up. I'm going to try to get this doing. Uh, so, uh, this week's movie before is, uh, uh, you know, fucking before we get to that, uh, I'm going to talk about a Patreon page again. Always going to plug that. Have to keep doing that. Uh, if you like, if you like us, you want to support us, check it out. Uh, horrible horror, you know, pa- slash patreon.com or whatever the fuck it is. You'll find us on Patreon. Yeah, man, you know um, where we're at. We have uh, some pretty fun stuff up there. So uh, we're trying, trying to, to add more, trying up. to add more, uh, especially more bonus content that's for Patreons only. Uh, trying to get some more of that done. Um, if we can ever get off our lazy asses and actually find time to do more stuff, we've talked about like more like a bonus whole like series of stuff, like a whole bonus side series and stuff that would be only be on Patreon. Hopefully, eventually, we will um, finally try to get to. Um, but you can check it out for now. Well, one of the problems, I know we were talking about doing American Horror Story 1984. Yes. So I have Roku, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I go through. Uh, I use my parents. Uh, they have a charter. All right. Spectrum now. Oh, Spectrum. Yes. yes, they have Spectrum now. And they're old. And they don't use their, they're like, hey, we don't use our email address. We don't use that stuff. So go for it, kid. <laughs> so I use it. And FX now, or FXX, or whatever it FX, is, yeah. it's locked from Spectrum for some reason on the Roku. Oh, that's weird. So I can't watch any of it. I'll have to buy American Horror Story, which really pisses me yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sucks. is it worth buying? I've enjoyed 
this season. I will say the last two episodes, so I've, I've getting a little bit upset with, and like mm. a little bit of, oh boy, here we go again. Oh shit! Like here we go, American Horror Story. Here you go. Started off great for me. I was like, this is awesome. This is gonna be a great season. I love what they're going. And then just now hey. it starts getting weird. Here come all the twists, and everybody. This is a twist, and this is a twist, and here's the twist, and here's a twist. Like, and ah. everything's going so good. And Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's just, that's just taking. Yeah, I'm like, and a. Dexter. <laughs> all these great things, and then disappointment. Yeah, um, but I, you know, we'll see how it ends and plays out. I'm I've, this far into it, I might as well see it see it through. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we, we you know, we've talked about wanting to do like a game. I of hear, Thrones. I hear, Dark Castle's awesome. Have you seen any of that? Dark Castle? Yeah, this is the uh, one on Hulu, the Hulu show. Do you have Hulu? Castle Rock. Castle Rock. I'm sorry, Dark uh, Castle. Yeah, I have. Um, uh, no, I have not seen it yet. It's it's in my I, it's in my my queue of things. To I hear get season to. one was good, and I hear season two right now is starting off. It's fucking, like it just started. It's kick two. ass, and. Um, it's it's like they go back and look at misery like the Kathy Bates character like her pre like before like what she was like when she was young because if you remember in misery yeah I, when uh you know she's smashing James Conn's fucking legs all to pieces uh he before that happens he finds like a scrapbook of her as a nurse killing patients and stuff so it's kind of her as a younger person uh, and apparently it's fucking solid cool yeah I, 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 yeah I need again it's just a matter of getting Time to get into a new, another new show. Speaking of time, did you, Marshall Hampton, take time out of the October holiday of Halloween, take a little time for MH and watch the movie Halloween? Mm, 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 I think the fifth on that one. Oh <laughs> my God. You poor bastard. I know. This, 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 this is a really bad October for me. This, this has year. been a great October for me. I watched the shit out of some movies. I'm glad you did. You know what's one thing? Is, nope. One thing that did suck, though, is I was trying to really be in the, the, the festive season, and we wrapped, my wife and I, we're like, we're going to hand out you know Halloween candy. We put out jack-o'-lanterns. We had the lights on. We had the fucking Monster Mash blasting out the windows. We're partying. I dressed up like... You know, I just wore my normal stuff, I guess. I'd look just, you know, just a horror t-shirt and, you know, like a pool party master hat or whatever. And I was pumped. And we're, we had a Tales from the Dark Side anthology on. And we're, like, dancing and getting ready. And we only had, we had 60 bags ready. We had eight trick-or-treaters. Yeah, trick-or-treaters. Eight out I of. I know. It's bullshit, man. Trick-or-treating is, like, a dying art nowadays. Like, and nobody does it. It's just all trunk-or-treats and weird other stuff like trying to get actual door door trick or treaters is, is ridiculous now. I took my daughter out, you know, and just seeing the lack of houses that prepared. Like we're driving around, driving around trying to find like one street that has like more I than one looked house on up it. and down my street and it was like a ghost town. Yeah, it, like so many lights were turned off. It's bullshit because you know, people stop being dicks. Stop. It's it's two things. One, it, it's the pussification of America's youth because and and pussy ass parents saying. Oh my God! I don't want my kids to go out trick or treat because they'll get kidnapped or killed or poisoned by witches or some bullshit. <laughs> and then, and then there's the bullshit of people like who are like don't want to hand out candy. Like fuck you, you know it's a two fold coin. Stop being pussies and let your kids go trick or treat. And the people who are staying at home, stop being dicks and assholes <laughs> and get some fucking candy and turn your lights on for the kids to do it. So let me get this right: stop being pussies, stop being dicks, <laughs> and stop being assholes. Yes. <laughs> Halloween's dying, damn it. Start being titties. <laughs> yeah. 
Halloween candy. Just like we said, I think it's the last. Boobs are one of the greatest things in the world. So yes, start being titties. Start being titties. Handing out them, handing out them candies. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, a good intro. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good movie. <laughs> All right. All um, right. <laughs> so. Um, this week's movie is Hack a Lantern, Hack O Lantern. Hack O Lantern. Hack O Lantern. Um, now, if you've been listening to the last the two episodes before this one, you realize that each the last two episodes we did a movie, both of them were called Halloween Night. Halloween Night two thousand six and Halloween Night two thousand nine. Well, guess what? Hack Lantern, aka Halloween Night, motherfuckers. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, <laughs> oh, I get it now. Yeah, you did. Now, granted, yep. we're coming in right at the end, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, three weeks in a row with movies called Halloween Night, pretty much. Um, anyway, hack o lantern was released straight to video on March 25th of 1988, which is surprising when you see the quality of the film. Um, <laughs> written by David Eisenstark and Carlo Robinson. Directed by Jag Mundara. Mandara? Yeah, Indian-born yeah. gentleman. Yeah. Some of the names in this cast, not so much the cast, but in the crew, man, they, if you're a D&D player or a fantasy role-play game, <laughs> write down some of those names because, damn, they're like, are these even real people? Like, well, holy crap. Wasn't this an, like a lot of Indian people or an Indian cast or... No, or not, I mean, not cast, not, not cast. cast. Not cast, but production company. Um, you know, It was Sebastian Brother or the Sebastian... Uh, I think it was. Yeah. It was similar to, because um, I had to do a double take, because I thought at first, when I first saw it, I thought it was the same people who did, uh, God, what movie was it? The one we talked about, Sarah Sample was on a few weeks ago. Rocktober? Rocktober Yeah, Rocktober Blood. It was the same people, I thought it was the same people who did that, but it's not. Um, anyway, um, you can find this movie on YouTube. It's the only place you can find it on right now, as far as I'm aware. It's just on YouTube, which is fine because it's free, but it's a pretty shitty video. And it is, but it is uncut. It is completely uncut, uh, and I'm stunned that it's still up on YouTube. So, don't if you actually want to see this, don't dilly dally because I I wouldn't be surprised if any minute now that thing gets pulled. Yeah, don't don't waste your time. <laughs> Watch Hack o' Lantern yeah. on YouTube because you see titties galore. Uh, so there's so much full frontal nudity in this movie. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that part too. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, cast. Let's talk about the cast real quick. There's a few people mentioned. Uh, Grandpa. That's all his name. He has no name. He's just Grandpa, played by High Pike. Um, he's got 20 credits to his uh, name, including the 1975 Dolomite, and he was in Blade Runner, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, he was the bar owner in Blade Runner. He was Runner. Taffy yeah. Lewis. Yeah, the, I don't remember his name. He was the bar owner. Yes. Uh, Tommy, he's played by Gregory Scott Cummings. Uh, he's got 80 credits. Just blew my mind after seeing this movie that this guy went on to do 80 credits. Like, this guy has, like, the most substantial resume i guess uh, uh, of everybody in this is this movie. our is this our main this is our main guy tommy yeah um, well he's got tommy's got the body he's got he, he uh he, he's also uh yeah he's a giant among men a giant among boys very much in this yeah. movie but um he's currently co-starring on the amazon original show bosch uh he's he needed eight episodes of it's always sunny in philadelphia and other than that he's mostly one and done guest spots of various tv shows like ncis charmed baywatch nights Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Renegade, and on and on. Man, he's relevant then. I mean, he's been in some pretty... I mean, yeah. if he's doing Bosch 
and Always Sunny. I mean, yeah. hey, the guy's working. He's working in quality I, stuff. No, I gotta say this. I haven't seen him. This is the only thing I've ever seen him in. So sure. And was, he must have gotten much, much better. Because right. Because he in this movie, holy shit! But I will say this was his. This movie was his very first like acting job. He's cutting his teeth. Yeah, he's cutting yeah. his teeth on this one. So uh, moving on, we have Vera played by Carla Baron, aka uh, Carla B. This makes marks her second appearance on Horrible Horror. Oh no shit! She's got five credits, including the Jigsaw Murders, Necromancer, Terror Knight, and her first appearance was on a little movie called Sorority Girls and the Slimeball Bolorama, where she played Frankie. No shit! Yep. That was Frankie! Yep, that's her. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I just watched that movie not too yes, long ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm surprised yeah. you didn't recognize her right away then. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, she was like the Bride of Frankenstein like half the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, I'm going to mention Nora. is played by Janine... Jeanne or... Genie, fine, I don't know. Um, uh, AKA Angel Rush. She's got 283 credits. Now, when you get that number, <laughs> only one thing comes to mind. What, what, do you, what do you think with a name like Angel Rush? Uh, or Janine, fine. Well, if you guessed porn, you'd be guessing correctly. Ding, ding, ding. Because uh, she was in a ton of porn movies so from, way, from the 80s all the way up to like the 2000s. You got any choice names? Oh, of course I do. Oh, that boy. Uh, Sleeping Booty. <laughs> uh, with some one of our more recent ones. Older Women, Hotter Sex. Ooh, okay. What a piece of ass. <laughs> the Blowjob Adventures of Dr. Fellatio, Volume 14. <laughs> and Butt Slammers 11. Butt Slammers 11. <laughs> yep. Oh. Just some of our fine, fine quality pieces of work that you've been in. <laughs> Butt Slammers 11. So oh, that's wow. that's really all the people in the cast that are worth talking about um, right right now. Yeah, because you know the star of the star Butt of Slammers Butt. Eleven. Oh, don't forget Doctor Felicio, the blowjob adventures of Doctor Felicio. That's wonderful. Volume fourteen. <laughs> How many adventures does that guy go on? I know, man. Doctor Felicio putting Indiana Jones to shame. <laughs> about to say the same thing. About to say the same thing. Oh, All right, well, so well, cheers uh, to that. Cheers and oh, there we go. Now we can officially begin this movie. So, <clears throat> hack a lantern. Uh, we open with Grandpa driving his old beat up pickup truck filled with pumpkins through the countryside. Uh, and you can't really tell where this movie takes place. I don't really remember paying attention to any license plates, you know, uh, like a stay on it. But again, I'm assuming California because I saw palm trees. Yeah, like I, it's California. I would assume too. It's like wine country. Yeah, it's it's not quite. It's like it's not like urban, but it's not like pure like Midwest farming town because there's like some mountains and stuff. But it, so I'm thinking like it's wine yeah, country. It's, kind of, it's like, like California, rural, maybe like, like rural California near, area near the near the like where the vineyards and everything like Sonoma, I think. Like, yeah, ish somewhere around. Yeah, that's the my Napa case. Valley. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he pulls up to a house where this where his blonde grandson, blonde grandson Tommy, is sitting on the porch. Tommy runs up to Grandpa. They share a very awkward moment with each other. Uh, Grandpa tells Tommy like how special he is, and he gives Tommy a pumpkin along with a gift wrapped in paper. That awkward moment was called affection. <laughs> you were never hugged as a child, were you? No, but... <laughs> yes, I know it's affection, but it's so awkward looking because the way he is... First of all, the way they talk... The writing and acting is bad, so it doesn't that doesn't do it any favors. Oh, that child actor is shit. 
I know yeah. child actors like, aren't great, but boy, is he shit. Well, he's like, I, he's like, you're special. I'm like, I'm special. I'm special. special? Like, like, what? Uh, I guess you are, kid. And then he like he gives the kid, the kid present, he puts it in his hand, and then Grandpa like clasps his hands over Tommy's hand in such a weird, awkward way, and he gives him like a weird, awkward looking hug. It's just a weird. Yes, it's affectionate, but it's just oddly, it just looks odd on on mm. on, on the screen. Anyway, um, I also want to mention here that for some reason Grandpa has like a really odd accent. Like it's almost borderline Cajun, yeah, which, which can, mixed with like a bit of good old boy. Yes, um, yes, that's but, a great way of putting it. But it makes no sense because nobody in this movie talks, talks like that. anything like nobody that. Nobody has an accent. That's oh, like, it, it's not only that, but his look too. He's yeah. got so many rings, so many rings. All of his fingers have rings on them, like turquoise and skulls and. I think he's. Does he have earrings? I'm not sure. I don't not. Know. Eh, but he's just—he's the kind of guy who wears fucking rings. Yeah. Right. And he's—he's he's weird, real weird, real weird. But it's just like his horrible ad- wig. But the, well, yeah. Right now he's wearing a wig to try to make him look younger. Um, but I just get his accent so like off-putting and just so disarming. It's like, what? Like, like, it's like you don't know where he is, but like you hear him speaking. Like, are they in Louisiana? <laughs> he's like a Cajun I, girl boy, but everybody else in the movie is like. No accent whatsoever. California cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, Grandma gets back in his truck, drives off. Now we meet the rest of the main family. We have the mother, Amanda, uh, Tommy's sister, Vera, and his uh, younger brother, Roger. Uh, I think Tommy is supposed to be the... Uh, 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 oldest. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. The oldest of all of them. Um, and Mom has no control over these kids. They're mom just, is... They're just running roughshod. Yeah. Uh, mom's... She's a whole nother... Mom, this mom in here is um, I don't know how what even how to even begin talking about her. She's she's she's. I think she's she's not as crazy as the mom from Troll Two, but she's cut from the same cloth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, long fucking hair. Long hair, like, like hair down to her, her ass. Yeah. Like when people's hair gets that long, that's when I'm like, hmm. I start questioning your uh. Like, your that's st- like hippie hair, and like especially when you're that old, like you know you can't even the older you get, you know, like most times the shorter your hair gets getting yeah. most of the time. <laughs> um, yeah. So Tommy starts carving the pumpkin against his mother's wishes, like, and she's like, "You're gonna cut your hand," and of course, well, that's what he ends up doing. He cuts his hand. So Mom Amanda rushes over to tend to his wound. Tommy's like, "It's okay." <laughs> He just yeah, sucks it, the blood right and, off his face. Marshall does that sound effect. You might be like, eh. No, he does that. It's like, <laughs> he's just like making these sound effects, like slurping blood off his hand. Mom and freaks out. And she's like, did you get the grandpa give well, me that pumpkin? For, he, he says, don't worry, mom. I like the taste of oh, blood. Oh, yeah. I he remember did, that. He yeah. says that. And then, yeah, he's like, grandpa gave me this grandpa, pumpkin. And she's like, no, what did he give you anything else? And you see him kind of stuffing the, the present yeah, that grandpa pocket. gave him. And he's like, no, grandpa didn't give me anything else. And then, yeah. but it basically, yeah, so obviously she's, there's bad blood between mom and grandpa or yeah. something's going on. It's such bad blood. That she picks up the pumpkin and smashes it just, at his feet. Just grabs, like, and it's such weird editing because next thing you know, mom's got the pumpkin above her head going, yeah, <laughs> smashing <laughs> on the ground. Uh, yeah, just ran from him, smashes the pumpkin at his feet. Um, we cut to later that day now. The, we see mom and her husband, Will. They're in the kitchen talking about Grandpa and his, you know, like, oh, Grandpa came around, like, oh, we told him not to, he's to stay away, he's not listening, blah, blah, blah. First thing he's just doing is drinking a beer. I got to tip my cap to that guy, because if I had to live in that household, <laughs> first yeah. thing I'd be doing, too, is drinking. Uh, 100%. So, Will's unhappy that Amanda won't confront or 
confront her father, Sam, to him more. So he decides, you know what? Fine, it's up to me. I'm going to go confront Grandpa, and I'll tell him, you know, like, make him stay away from our family. It just seemed weird because when we first see meet Grandpa, he's happy, he's nice, he's yeah. dropping off pumpkins for Halloween, he's giving Tommy a present, he's like, you're my special little buddy, and, you know, he doesn't do anything. It seems very innocent, so I'm yeah. very curious as to why. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, so they make it like, yeah, there's no indication of what's wrong Grandpa's day. He Grandpa seems, seems awesome to me. He's a good guy already, but so far, but obviously something's going on that we haven't found learned yet. So a man like begs him not to go. He's like, "Don't go because it's it's Halloween night. You don't go." And Rose's like, "Nope, I'm leaving." He leaves. He drives out to some old barn where he finds Grandpa, who we now learn is the leader of a satanic cult. Oh, so, <laughs> in the middle of some kind of satanic ritual or sa- church service or something. You know those Napa Valley Satanists are the worst. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, which, which, by the way, they, these guys don't give a fuck about fire safety in because they're an old, rundown wooden barn filled with pretty much nothing but hay, hay and old, dried wood. Exactly, and-, and they have nothing but like open flames, just candles everywhere, and most of them are sitting on lopsided, like, like un- not like flat, but like just sitting on top of hay barrels. Just willy-nilly. Willy-nilly. You know, California's on fire right now. <laughs> this is probably what those damn I think, cults. I think we may have a, a culprit. <laughs> yeah. We may have a source of the fires. Jesus. Um, so, Grandpa sneaks up behind Will, and is like, we don't like trespass. I can't do. I can't do the accent because it's so fucking weird. Yeah, we don't like trespassers around here. Yeah. That's see, but that's kind of kind of it started off that way. But it's like yeah, it's Cajun good old boy. It's a weird fucking mixture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's it's. I like it. I like the way he sounds. He's he's my favorite part of this whole movie. <laughs> Grandpa's the best. Um, Will gives Grandpa uh like the old finger poke to the chest. Like you're you you leave my family alone. And like poke, give him poke, the old poke poke. poke. Uh, stay away from Tommy. Stay away from my family. Poke, poke. Grandpa tells Will that Tommy is part of something much bigger than them. And this is when a masked cultist rises up behind Will holding a hammer. Unbeknownst to Will. Yes. Uh, Grandpa throws up the double devil horn <laughs> hand sign. Hand, Which hand he gestures. does all the time in this movie. You could make a drinking game out of it. Every time oh, you'd a be drunk. devil horn hand goes up, holy shit. Anytime you see the devil horns popping up. Shout the devil, baby. Take yeah. a shot. You're dead. Yeah, you might not make it through this movie. <laughs> Motley Crue would be dead. <laughs> there's so much devil so horns. So much devil horns. There's not, there's, you mean devil's rain had devil horns, but not as much as this one. This movie, they're handing things to each other with devil horns. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> awkwardly. <laughs> it's like their default hand position is devil horns. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so Grandpa throws up the devil horn signs. And the cultist then bashes Will over the head with the hammer, killing him. Dude, if that's the cue to hit someone with a hammer, <laughs> he'd be hitting people all the time. Like, don't hit that. It's like, all right, I'm out of here, guys. See ya. Does devil horns. Whack. Why'd you hit her? I saw the devil horns. Oh, dude. Boss, I thought for sure. <laughs> uh, so Will's body's dragged over, stuffed into his car. Uh, cultist pours gas on the ground around the car. Grandpa lights a match. Flicks it into the onto the gas, which Burn goes up in hell. Will exactly, and obviously it's supposed to set the car on fire, but it's so- due to the shitty effects <laughs> and the poor bud, like it's like 
you, you can clearly see the fire never doesn't go anywhere near the car. It's so funny because it's like an old classic car. It's it like kind of a, me, like it's like a, it, at first I thought it was like, it, like, it kind of reminded me of like the General Lee, but it's not quite the General no, it's, Lee it's, car. It's, it's, it's just it's, orange. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's an old seventies yeah, cool car. looking yeah. car. And I'm like, oh no, he's not going to burn up that car, is he? Oh no, he's not. They nope. can't afford to do they that. It's that. literally one line of gas about like a couple a, yeah, feet in like front they, of. They dug out like a little. They took like a, a little, little hand trowel and just dug out this tiny little, little trench, trench, filled that up with the gas, <laughs> lit that on lit fire. fire. It's like nowhere so, near the nowhere car. Near the car. But it's. <laughs> but they're trying to pay it off. Like, oh, the car's on fire. Oh like, no. <laughs> nope, not at all. Nowhere near. Um, oh, it's a really so, piss poor execution. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's not even a big wall fire. It's, just, it's not even that like brighter may, big. May, maybe six inches. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Uh, so anyway, we cut back to Tommy in his bedroom. Uh, he gets out the wrapped gift that Grandpa gave him, sits on his bed, opens it up, and he finds a pentagram necklace inside. So he holds it up and he starts kind of swinging it back and forth in front of his face, kind of looking at it. And now we hit a very large time jump. We go from young blonde Tommy sitting on his bed, swinging the necklace back and forth, to a now all-grown-up Tommy with black hair, sitting on a bed, swinging the necklace back and forth. And it took me a minute to figure out that this was supposed to be Tommy. I had light, I had dark brown, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, like it, it, this, this passage of time was not very well done. No. Because I did the same thing. I was like, who's this giant man no, if no. he was like, oh, like if, oh. if he was blonde, like, okay, maybe, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the guy's a giant, basically, and he's got such starkly different it's hair. It's very color dark hair. It's like they don't look anything like they'd be the same person. Like, what the fuck? Um, but eventually, that's what's supposed to happen. So, like, we're like, at least yeah, the, the kid was blonde. He's fair skinned This guy's very dark, like tan, dark, dark, dark hair. hair. Uh, and so. And we jump. It's at least, at least a ten-year jump. Oh, this guy minimum. He looks like thirty-five. Yeah, <laughs> like minimum. Suppose, like minimum ten. Um, oh, I, f- I felt like it was. God damn! It was. I don't know. This adult man doing living in this basement. I, I get it, but like based, I, I based on the fact that I look at the other. Yeah. Siblings. Yeah, yeah. Like Vera's like they're talking about like she's like eighteen or like something like that. They're they're like. Yeah, high school. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, based on the flashback, she was maybe eight. She's so it has to be maybe ten years now. So even if Tommy was twelve, he's twenty two, which still the yeah. man playing him is much older sure. than that. But still, <laughs> so we're talking at least ten years time jump. Uh, Tommy hears a car honking outside. He goes outside, finds Grandpa waiting for him. Uh, Grandpa now now he's taking off the shitty wig, so he's now now he's got his, now, he's lost his hair. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Grandpa tells him that tonight is not just any Halloween, but tonight is Tommy's night, and that Tommy will learn his true strength. Uh, we see an angry-looking Amanda watching them from a window. Keep that in mind. She's in the house watching them through the window outside. Grandpa tells him about tonight's ceremony, uh, and then they do the old like NWO two sweet hand signals, and they touch fingertips. Too, too sweet. sweet. I mean, they literally. It's supposed to be the devil horns, but it's the fucking NWO two sweet wolf pack. It's the wolf pack. Like, you see Finn Balor and the OC people doing it now all the time. <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> an old shout out to NWO wolf pack for any of those WCW wrestling fans. Uh, yes. Uh, Monday Night Wars, bitches. Uh, anyway, uh, so that happens. Oh, and uh, like I said, Tommy's turned into a giant of a fucking man. He, I do love this when Grandpa walks or like drives off. 
you know, uh, Tommy's standing there, and then he turns and looks straight into the camera. Yeah. Mean mugging. I was about to get to that. But Just I want to say mean mugs. Yes. Uh, Tommy dwarfs Grandpa. And that just doesn't he just dwarf grandpa? He dwarfs grandpa's truck. Like he look he makes his truck look like a micro machine. Yeah. That's how big this fucker is. He's got is his foot compared. up on the the bed of the truck. On the, and on it's, the tailgate. It's like yeah. Just just barely up. Like he's his name it's like He's trying to like the Captain Morgan pose, I like yeah. think about that. Yeah, and, but, but he's, he's barely just so, raised. Just barely and, and he when, when grandpa drives away, I'm like, oh shit, you're gonna get drug away. Nope, he just barely it just lifts his leg up <laughs> so much higher. I'm like, God the damn, guy, how yeah, tall yeah. is this I, guy? I know, like, he's gotta be like six six. Yeah, at least. Um but yeah, as soon yeah, but but the, it, it, Aaron said I love this because uh, he, he, he Grandpa drives off. Tommy looks and takes off his sunglasses, looks straight, straight in the, the camera, camera, and just mean mugs just the mean audience. Mugs. Like, I, like, I was kind of like, 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 oh, oh, like, oh shit, <laughs> like, I do not want to fuck with Tommy. Like it's such a weird choice. Like why are you mean mugging the audience right now? Like, Scared me. Like nothing's happened to justify. Might, might have been the scariest part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, my dick shrunk a little bit there. Just, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> It's just odd and looks ridiculous. Piercing blue eyes looks like we want to kick my ass. Um, Grandpa hauls ass through the countryside, countryside, but then he has to hit the brakes to avoid hitting and running over Amanda, who is now standing in the middle of the fucking road, flagging him down. What the shit? Like, we just saw her standing in the house looking out the window, and we watched Grandpa driving it like, a bat out of hell through these country roads. He's tearing he, ass. He's got to be at least like 20 miles down the road. And she just pops up like, hey, here <laughs> I am. Stop going so fast, buddy. I'm like, this is fucking egregious. Like, the, the teleport. This, it, I was, this is unexcusably bad. Like, I, there's no explanation for this. Funny thing, I didn't even notice. Are you serious? <laughs> I must have missed her inside the house. Whoa. I must have missed they her inside the house. They clearly show, like, when Tommy, when song time comes up, they clearly come away to her, and she's standing there. She's mean mugging grandma. She's in the window looking out, like, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna use your excuse. I was, I must have been looking down at my notes. Because <laughs> I take so many notes. Yeah. <laughs> so, she tells, uh, for her father to leave Tommy alone. Grandpa refuses, saying he has plans for Tommy. During this, that we learned that she... Apparently, she knows that her father killed her husband. And that he's into this and, uh, mumbo-jumbo. But Grandpa then blames Will for his own death, saying basically that it's Will's own fault that he got murdered, that they murdered him because he shouldn't have been there that night. Yeah. That, well... That'll hold up in a court of law. That'll stand up in court. Yep. Uh, and this point, I'm like, Amanda is a terrible fucking mother. Because if she knew that her father murdered her husband, the father to her kids, and is trying to corrupt her oldest son into being a Satanist, why the fuck does she stay here? She should be fucking packing up her family and getting the fuck out of Dodge, moving as far away as possible. Have you seen that place? But no, nope, she a, keeps them there. It's a nice place. It's got a great view. You got all this great land. Why doesn't she at least call the cops? That's my point. Yeah. I, I, I'm, that's, I have that coming up next. Call the cops. So grandpa, Maybe tell a friend. Grandpa then shows her his necklace, which is made from a bone from Will's body. Her husband's body. A bone from her husband's body I got is hanging <laughs> on a necklace around his neck. 
another giant red fucking flag that when you should get away. And as my very next note is, why hasn't she called what? the cops yet? I mean, fuck, we soon find out that her other son, Roger, is a goddamn cop <laughs> working for the sheriff's office. And even he's like, oh, you killed my dad and you're wearing his bones around your neck, but that's cool. Carry on. No worries there. I got to say that bone necklace is pretty fucking gangster. Yeah. God damn, that's gangster. Like, are you, Oh, yeah, your dead husband? You mean this will guy, this guy? Dangle it from your face? That's fucking gangster. Yeah. That's horror gangster right there. But, like, but I'm just like, that's... Get the fuck out! Just call the... This, everything from here on out that happens is Amanda's fault. <laughs> she should not have had her family in this, we would, in this situation We wouldn't have anymore. a movie then, though. <laughs> that, that's... Yeah, maybe, but... <laughs> there is true. <laughs> it, she should... Terrible mom. Anyway, Grandpa Grant. Now, okay, now if this is dark enough, he's wearing dead people with bone necklaces. It's about to get real fucking dark. Yeah. Real quick. It takes a really dark turn. Yeah, it does. So, Grandpa grabs Amanda and pulls her in tight. Like, like, ooh, this is getting uncomfortable. Yeah. And he says to her, you know, after all these years, you're still a temptation to me. Uh-huh. What? And then we get a flashback to Amanda's wedding day. Grandpa is back in his shitty wig, and she's in like the a room with her, like with the bride getting ready. She's for, she's about to walk down the fucking aisle. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, she is she's completely decked out, wedding gear, the whole thing. The veil should just be pulled over her face. She's about to walk down the it, aisle. One hundred percent. She's got yes. her fucking bouquet ready to go. Um, he goes up. Grandpa goes up to Amanda. Gives her the devil horn sign and touches the devil horns to her forehead. There's like a little jab in the forehead of the devil horns. And then he grabs her, pulls her in close. She struggles a little bit. <laughs> we see him doing this again in the present. So flashback to the present. He's like pulling her in close and she's struggling a bit. And we go back to the flashback where we see grandpa like close, like, zo- like, about, like closing. To kiss her because it's like the camera's right in his face. So he looks yeah. like he's going to kiss the camera lens. But he goes in the base like French kisses Amanda. <laughs> she drops her bouquet. He pulls down her wedding dress to, re- to get her pulls tits her out. Pulls her tits out. Pulls her tits out and starts fondling like her rubbing tits. rubbing his thumb over her nipples. Yeah, and, and then stomps on the bouquet. He's yeah, like the, the bouquet up falls. It's getting trampled he's like on. like French kiss her. As he's... This is, Raping his daughter. Yeah, his daughter be- on her wedding before day. Before she goes down the aisle. Holy shit. Yeah, like what the fuck just happened? Whoa. Whoa. Ow. Not ready for that, my friends. What do they do out there in wine country? <laughs> God damn. So we go back to the present. Amanda breaks free from his grip and orders him to leave Tommy alone. Again, he refuses saying that she can't stop what is meant to be. That she has no power here. Uh, he he traces a pentagram in the air with his fingers. <laughs> and then gets back in the truck and drives away. <laughs> you can tell he starts to at the side of the cross. But then he just starts wheeling his hand around <laughs> her. Like, eh, scribble it out. Pentagram. Yeah, pentagram. Which, by the way, the truck's filled with pumpkins again. Yeah. Um, so, we cut back to the house where, where Amanda... We're back, she's back in the house now all of a sudden. Instead of packing her family and getting the fuck out of Dodge because Grandpa just threatened her and her son again. Again. Uh, she's just doing some gardening. She's just tending to her garden. Arnie's just, eh, dig, dig some garden here. Go garden here. Plant my little roses. It's therapeutic, Marshall. Um, Vera's, Vera's friend, Beth, shows up looking for Vera. 
saying that they're going to get ready for the big Halloween party together. That's the scene. We go to Vera now in the bathtub. Taking more, a bubble bath. Taking a bubble bath. More boobs are seen. Lots of boobs. Uh, Beth pr- plays a prank on Vera by replacing her sponge with a fake spider. Blah, blah. Lots of tits and ass are seen here as Beth helps Vera out of the tub. They talk about the party tonight and how her mom has, hasn't gotten over their father's death yet, like 10, 12 years ago. Uh, 13. 13. I think it was 13 is what they said. Okay. Well, whatever it is. There. Fine. Fair enough. Um, so... That's the thing. Next, we go to the sheriff's station where we find out that our fresh rookie, Roger, has been assigned to work the big Halloween party tonight, which I found a bit strange because that a cop would be assigned to work someone's, like, private Halloween party. That's really Uh, weird. Unless it's the town. Again, it's the 80s in these small towns. It kind of made me think of, like, you remember... um my Bloody Valentine, the first, yeah, like the had, early, yeah. like the 80s one. Yeah. How it's like the big town, the town holds the Valentine's Day party. Maybe the town's holding yeah. this Halloween party for people to, so they're not going crazy. Maybe. And I, it's a small town, you know. I get that, but it's like, you, I, well, but later in the scene, like when they finally get to the party, like everybody at the party is like high school, college age. They're all like college they're age. They're all college yeah. age. So we'll say couch. So it was like there's no older people there to say like if it was a whole town party, then like there would be people of all ages. Unless it's just young hip entrepreneurs there. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, who knows? But um, anyway, so we also learned that there's we also learned here that there has been a string of grave tamperings, and that another grave has been overturned. So back to Amanda at the house. She tries to talk to Tommy, who has moved his room downstairs into the basement now. Uh, Tommy, I think he spray painted the word fart on the wall. That's what I thought too. Like, yeah. darts or something. Or darts, something. Fart. Uh, I'm such an angry young Satanist. Fart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing because you see A-R-T. It's fart. Or, or I'm pretty, A-R-T-S. You don't I'm pretty really sure quite it's fart. I'm pretty sure it's fart. Yeah, you don't really quite see the first letter. But yeah, I, I thought the same thing. Is that farts? You see farts on his wall. Um. So, Tommy decides he needs to take off his shirt so he can listen to his walk. Oh, yeah. Mom is just like, Tommy, Tommy, banging on the door. And he's like, leave me alone, Mom. I'm busy. And I'm like, okay, what's he doing? He takes off his shirt. I'm like, oh, this is getting interesting. And no. he just listens to. He, he pulls out a walk, man. He <laughs> turned into like a 13-year-old, 14-year-old, young, angsty, angry person. This giant man. Giant man. Who turned into like a cranky 13-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is my records, mom. <laughs> Let me know, mom. But I got to take my shirt off to do it. Um, I mean, he's a big guy. And yes, you can tell he, he he's a big, strong guy. But he's not like, he's not like jack and chisel. Like, he's not, he's just, he's yeah, big, strong, yeah, yeah. but not like, like. I like the rock body, like the well, rock. I mean, you know. so few people are. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, he's not like if you're gonna. And granted, it's the age, but still, it's like, aren't like okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger? He was Mr. Universe, so that's maybe a badge. But like, you take his shot, so you see all the definition that I get. But this guy just like, you're like, all right, you're just you're big and you're strong, but like, there's no like, why are you taking your shirt off, dude? <sighs> anyway, it doesn't matter. So, um, he lays on his bed, puts on his head. Mom's pleading with him not to live like this. So I was like, fuck yeah, mom. And he's just going to listen to his music topless. <laughs> and then he suddenly... <laughs> then the move takes a shift. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> Another shift. I like it. And we're basically... <laughs> <laughs> we're basically teleported into a shitty MTV-style music video. Like, early 80s music. Yep. Early MTV. Where he's now part of the band he's listening to. 
He's part of the band. He's shredding on his electric guitar. There's there's like fog and, oh machines my going. God, the this, sequence is fucking bonkers. It's a metal. It's, it's like a sort of metal band. You know, hair metal. Hair metal. It's 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 fucking um, it's amazing, dude. This is it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so, pretty fantastic. I think the band's name. Did you get? I had. Well, I had okay, the band's name. Okay. Um, the song "Devil's Son" uh, begins to play. It's basically a video for that. Um, and a <laughs> so you got the band. You can see Tommy straight like, bah, 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 and um, <laughs> the band's playing. And a lightning bolt strikes down from out of nowhere, like four arriving from the Rainbow Road, Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> there is now a black woman with an afro wearing a black bikini and a belt made of various bones loosely strapped around her waist, standing between two stone pillars. It's very African native or very jungle pr- native very kind like of primitive, yeah, tribal African. Which is really weird, given that the song and this movie has nothing to do with like Africa or tribal stuff. And first, of all, the song is called "Devil's Son," but it's a woman. This thing, yeah, predominantly so, feature. Um, yeah, so the connections so, are very bizarre. <laughs> there are no very, connections. Very loose. Uh, and then, no, yeah, there's none. There's, there's no none. connections. The woman then grows like six arms out of her back, like the Indian goddess Shiva. Um, oh, look at my, she's black. But her new arms like white, white which is like, really kind of weird. <laughs> maybe a little tan. Yeah. Like clearly, like just a bunch of like white people standing yeah. there going. Bloo, 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 bloo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the black woman starts quote unquote dancing around, which again looks so bad. Yeah, <laughs> some of the worst weird dancing. Kind of jumping it's, around. It's terrible. Like it's, spinning here and there. Yeah, I don't know. If, again, they're trying to go for that. Tr- it's like a weird combination of like African tribal mix with like jazz. It's. It- <laughs> Jazz dance. I just don't think she knows how to dance. No, I don't think how do I dance to this shitty music? <laughs> it doesn't mean it does not sync up with the music at all. It's not no. like it does no. not. So tra- Tommy's trying to look all cool and badass rocking on his guitar. Oh, he does. And his he might just because there's a we are in a, a music video now. His hair his hair has been teased and feathered out a bit. Yeah, it's not like super hair like the rest of the bammers, but they they try to. Tease and Give a little it out. bit more mullet, yeah. They put some moose in there. Um, as if this shit wasn't strange enough, now it gets kicked up to another level of bonkers. Kick it up, baby. Because the black chick's eyes, along with a red dot on her forehead, now glow red. And then she shoots fucking green laser beams out of her eyes. <laughs> the green beams hit uh, one of the drummer's symbols, and it flashes green. And then now hanging from the symbol is a shitty, like, shrunken head on a string. Yeah. And it just hang up the symbol. It's like she zaps, like she zaps a shrunken head onto the symbol. It's like, hey, you know what that symbol needs? Zap! Shrunken, shrunken head. head. All right. To which the very next shot, we see the drummer who begins swinging the shrunken head over his head like a drum. Like, it's like attached on to his drumstick. He's like swinging it around like, over the... All right! Yeah, swinging it around! The black chick continues to quote unquote dance and shake all weird as one of the other guitar uh, players goes into his shredding solo and like it's he's going all crazy with it. Um, it's not, it's not bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will say this song. Get stuck in my fucking head, man. It wasn't horrible. It's not horrible. It kind of made me think of like, man, it's like this and Rainbow Eyes yes. from Rocktober Blood are pretty close. Yeah, like this song could 100% have been it's used a in Rocktober female Blood. Female singer. 
Yeah, so it's well, just even kinda, even yeah. if it was a female singer, but just this music, like this mm-hmm. song, yeah. could have been like you know easily trans, I, yeah, sort of, easily transported been, yes. into Rocktober yes. Blood. So, uh, so yeah, the, the chicks dancing and shaking, guitars playing a solo. During this solo, the black chick keeps on dancing all horrible. Like it, it gets even worse. It's weirder, weirder. She then takes a step back. Her eyes glow red again, and she fires more green lasers from her eyes. It's so one, pew. you know. So each each eye fires one laser. This time, those two lasers then split into four separate laser beams, each beam hitting one of the band members, except for Tommy. Except for Tommy, and all the the the, the four band members turn green, turn green, and, and frozen, and frozen. They're frozen. Tommy freezes too, but he's not green. He's not green. Which, um. Even though, like I said, all the band members are and the singer are completely frozen solid. Music's still rocking. The music's still going and the lyrics are still singing. Sung away. Can't stop, baby. Can't stop it. Even so, and then one by one, just like in shitty, like just really bad stop, like stop record, stop record, uh, editing. The band members just start disappearing one by one. Until just Tommy's just left. Just leaving Tommy and our, our dancer. So Tommy kind of comes back to life or unfreezes. and th- But then he strikes a pose. And yeah. the music, he just strikes a pose like, meow. And, and, and he's, he strikes his pose. He starts rocking the <laughs> guitar. Got it with and she's just, kind of dancing alongside as they're like rocking and yeah. dancing together. I really wish we had a video camera here to record. <laughs> what, I'm trying to, try to imitate this now. So, uh, he, yeah, so, so he's striking a pose. Uh, the black tick dances her way up to him. The two of them stare at each other in the eyes. And then they begin, like, circling each other. Yeah. He's we, dancing all weird. And he's, like, he's straight rocking. on his guitar. And they're, like, circling each other. And then she tosses, quote, unquote, tosses Tommy to the floor. Which is awkward because, again, he's a giant yeah. man. Stands over him. And, oh, now she's suddenly wearing a giant shrunken head necklace that has appeared, has appeared out of nowhere. Sure. That wasn't there before, but it's there now. They're like, oh, Susan, you forgot, you forgot this. You forgot this. <laughs> <laughs> she fires her green laser eye, green eye lasers at Tommy, but they hit the guitar. The guitar turns green, vanishes in a puff of smoke, and is replaced with a metal trident. It's like a big silver, silly, it's a trident. silly looking trident. Yeah, big old trident. Uh, the chick picks picks it up off Tommy's chest, then hold, like, holds it, then stabs him in the neck with it. Just straight down there. She scoots Tommy across like it's like, he's like, like scurrying like, across it's like the you, floor. Like if you're pushing a mop, like just a try. Like if he's at the end of a mop and she's just pushing him across the floor, the the, the, tri- the trident prongs stuck into his neck, pushing him across the ground. She's mopping little little Tommy. Um, she starts then she starts stabbing him repeatedly in the neck with his trident. She bends over, lifts up Tommy's bloody now severed head, stands there, holds it, looks at it. The music keeps playing. Then we cut back to Tommy waking up from his fever dream, where the fuck it is, in his bed. And uh, then we cut to Roger returning, uh, returning home to find like her, his mother crying about Tommy. <laughs> but dude, that holy shit! That Walt. scene was awesome. Um, and don't worry, guys, I haven't let you down. I have a Devil's Son recorded for you. I was thinking I could play some of it now, but I was thinking I will play put the entire song at the end of the podcast. Give us a taste, baby. You want to get a little, one, give little, us a little, taste. A little taste? Okay, I'll give you a little bit of taste now of The Devil's Son.
So that that's a taste of the devil's son. Are you the devil's son? Devil's son! Um, we will... Uh, uh, I will post the rest of that the full, the full, the full track at the end of the at the very end of the episode. So if you want to hear the whole thing, lucky you, you can you can hear the whole thing. And uh, who's who's the band? Um, I will talk about that at the end. Oh, you don't want to tell us now? No, because I, I have nothing else to talk about at the end. But it's trivia, so we're going to all talk right, about all that. right, all right. Um, so um, I do want to say the uh, if if you do decide to listen to the whole thing at the end, if you listen carefully. Because this is, I ripped it from. I had it, I recorded it from the uh, fr, fr, from YouTube. The, from the YouTube, you can actually hear the when the, the laser beam. You can hear the laser beam, beam sounds. Shoot <laughs> off. Um, and then it fades near the end. It fades out when he wakes up. Dreams. I cut it off a little early because at that point people are talking over it. But uh, so anyway, to, Roger comes home, talks to his mom, and mom's all pissy and crying about Tommy. So now we jump to a convenience smart, like a general store convenience smart or something like that. Where we meet Nora, the hot, blonde, party girl, rich girl. Ooh, Nora. Who is also Tommy's girlfriend, supposedly. Fuck buddy, who knows? She's buying booze. After she leaves, we see that she's being watched and oogled. And admired. Admired, if you will. Like five nerds. It's like, but it's like three guys and two girls. Two girls, yes. And they're just like. There goes Nora. Nora. Yeah. I hear she's crazy. I hear Wouldn't she's you just... go crazy about her? Wow. <laughs> I heard she's got a tattoo on her butt. On her butt. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> that tattoo on the yeah. butt. That comes into play in a little bit. But, um, so, yeah, this group of nerds, um, they're, they, they basically make up the rest of our sacrificial lambs. Tommy's uh, for crazy. Um, and we find out one of them, the main nerd, is Vera's boyfriend Brian? We'll find that out eventually coming up here in a minute. But um, the other guys, the two other chicks, the blonde girl, I don't think you've ever even one, seen. One's again. like an Asian girl. One, the Asian girl can barely speak English. Yeah, the she's blonde got a girl, very who, thick Japanese accent. Uh, the blonde girl, I don't think you ever see again outside of this this scene. And then the other guys, like the only other one you see, you, I think you see one of them at, at the, the party, party, but that's it it's yeah. in passing. But it's basically Brian is the only one you really need to know how this. But they, um, they love Nora. They love Nora. Uh, outside, we see Tommy waiting for Nora by her car. They load up their boxes of booze. And then when she's bending over, you see the, she's got a pentagram tattoo on her I butt. I don't think it's a pentagram. She, it's a pentagram because I was checking that ass out. Okay. She's wearing like a short, like... It's like it's, booty It's short. almost like bikini bottoms. It's almost bikini bottoms. So, yeah, it's like a weird, like, like, or like a short, leotard, yeah. like leotard bottom. Like a one, like a, if you were wearing like a... Like, he's like, wore a lot of, like, like I, yeah, like, a, like yeah. more half of a swimsuit, but it's like a one piece, and then she wears like a, uh, like, like a shirt over it or something like that. It's, it's, it's definitely yeah, unique. Uh, uh, but, but you can I see there's like, it's like a pentagram, a, but it's, it's something like a black circular tattoo. It's a, it's a pentagram. Uh, because that throws me off, because that to me doesn't make sense then. Um, <laughs> you, it, you think it makes sense, but it does, it confuses me then if it is a pentagram. Either way, maybe it's just, maybe it's not related, but anyway. So, um, they talk about Tommy's big night tonight, and on that cue, up comes Grandpa. Gramps t- comes up. Telling Tommy that he has to remain pure for tonight and not to hang around with that girl, that he needs to preserve his energy. Uh, he then threatens Nora, telling her that if she knew what was good for her, she would go home now and leave Tommy alone or s- something along those lines. Is that a threat? But that's If you know what's... It's such an old man thing to say. If yeah. you know what's good for you, you'll take him back right now. That's but, all he says. I don't really perceive that as a threat. I perceive that as like, <sighs> all right. If you're saying if you know what's good for you, that's, that's a threat. Really? Yeah. Because I've been told that thousands of times. <laughs> so I've been threatened thousands of times. And I just go, nah. 
All right. Um, Whatever. <laughs> I find it weird. Cause this this is kind of goes against all like other satanic hedonistic lore I think I've ever. Because normally like they always like you when it comes to, like satanist and satanic stuff and and hedonistic lifestyle like they all they, mostly it's all about pleasure well, and doing you know getting your you know doing that shit fucking now it's like sure no you gotta say a virgin for this shit but i mean he even said himself he goes normally i'd say fuck her brains out he even grandpa says he does that. say that he goes normally i'd say fuck her brains out but, but tonight is your big night you gotta be pure and i'm thinking but we're no that, fucking and no drinking you know is my thought because he's is there some ritual they're gonna do yeah where he's gotta be that, he's gotta be sober but and if you're thinking the devil's all about Sin and and then devil worshippers would get shit done because they just be hammered all the time. Decadent. I'm not talking about not to drink, but I'm talking about the the banging. He should be like, get your fuck on all you want, man. That should be like anyway. But whatever. He's gonna whatever. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, We cut to Nora. She drops Tommy off at at his house and she She, drives away. She drops him off. Like if you change your mind, I'll be in the pool. You know where to find me. And she leaves with all the booze. Inside Vera (laughs) and Beth, they're getting dressed for the Halloween party, which. By the way, they get dressed like four different times for this, for this party. Halloween party. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. Like, we gotta get dressed. And you, okay, you see them getting dressed, and like 10 no 20 minutes later, like, oh, we gotta go get dressed again. And they're like, change it. Like, it's never ends. They're they always, get dressed so they're much. They're always getting dressed. It reminded me of almost like, do you remember Killjoy? Of course. Do you I remember, remember the character Joy. Michael dies like four times in that movie? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like that. <laughs> Just always getting dressed. Michael's always getting killed um, in Killjoy. So they're Call talking, back. Call back. They're talking about Vera's boyfriend, Brian, and then Beth introduces herself to Roger as, as they pass, and she starts flirting with them. Down in the basement, Tommy's lifting weights shirtless again, but now he's wearing his black Rambo-style headband. Dude, 80s headband, so fucking killer. Oh, my God. And how is he working out? He's just like... <laughs> as he's, like, doing curls? Yeah. It's like he's not going crazy, but, man, he's breathing so heavy. So hard. Uh... Tommy goes down, or Roger goes down to talk to Tommy. Uh, it does not go well for Roger, who basically just ends up getting like pushed around, he's, manhandled, he's bullied, bullied by his older brother. Just, what you want? Talking about my feelings, pussy. Push. What's up with you, man? Huh? Out, man. Just, and then he, it's like such awkward. It is pushing and like he's just about to give him a noogie. It, it, it is. It's, it's definitely like that big brother pushing yeah. little brother around. But uh, so then, what Tommy, you do about a copper? Uh, Tommy then decides to show, show his sheriff. His sheriff deputy brother, his secret Satan shrine that he has in his closet, complete with a fucking human skull, which why in the fucktard would you show that to a cop? Like, even more fucking ridiculous is that Roger does absolutely nothing about it. Oh, you have a human skull in your closet. All right, I guess I'll see you at dinner. Tommy, Talk to you later. <laughs> you sure should straighten your life out, pal. Wag of oh, finger. Devil worshiping brother has a goddamn human skull in his closet, and the cop is like, eh, nah. All right, I'll see you at dinner, buddy. Take care. You sure are weird, Tommy. <laughs> we jump back to Grandpa back at his farm. He gets in his truck, which again is filled with pumpkins. Just, so I'm yeah. guessing. This guy just drives just the, around with just pumpkins. Just the pumpkin mobile. It's always just bed full of pumpkins all day. That's all he does. <laughs> Back to Vera and Beth walking and talking. Beth's trying to get Vera to hook her up with her brother Roger. Uh, they get surprised by Amanda who wants Vera to go pay her respects to their at, to her father's grave. So the girl's like, okay, we'll cut through the cemetery and on the way to the party. We'll, okay, whatever. Cut to Nora in the swimming pool. 
And this is weird because she's not she's not wearing a swimsuit and she's not skinny dippy, which either one of those would make sense. But she's wearing like this shirt or weird. It looks like she's made from like see-through gauze. It is the most sheer cloth I've ever yeah, seen in mine. I like, didn't know they made fabric that thin. I know. It's, it's like <laughs> I, I same thing. Like, what, like why would you be like, if you're going to wear that, just... Just be naked then. It's like, so what, what's the point of this? Thin. It just looks weird. It, does. it looks like seaweed or something yes, on her. It's like, or it's like, like some white... like weird goop on her because it, you know when cloth gets like, it's wet. Not that, it's not like if they're going for a sex. Like, just have her naked then. Yeah. Because, it, it, because it, you can it, see right yeah, through it. Yeah, you can see everything anyway. So either have her naked, or if you want to wear in a shirt and you just want like the nips poking through, make it a darker shirt. Yeah. Like it's the weirdest decision <laughs> that I, I, I don't. It's so odd. Yeah. But hey, I don't hate it. Yeah. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I don't hate it, but yeah, it's just weird. Because, so, uh, Nora. Oh, uh, Nora. Nora. Uh, she gets out of the pool, and she goes inside, where now we can see that her ass tattoo is washed all, away. Yeah, that all the boys are talking about <laughs> is pretty much gone. You must wash That's, away. I, I know, it's hilarious. Like, whoa. I know, I thought the same thing, like, is this the same Nora's ass I just saw? <laughs> I guess so. Because it's basically just like a black smudge it's now. It's a smudge. <laughs> it's a faded black smudge. Pentagram seem better days. Um, Inside, she strips down, gets into the shower. Full everything's seen. Everything's seen. Uh, it cuts to the, a man in red robes walking up to her door. And then back to her, wrapped in a towel, drying her hair. She hears someone outside, but doesn't see anyone at first. And the whole time she's singing, like, she's like, oh, Tommy, you're trying to scare me. Ah, okay, Tommy, just come on in. She goes back inside, and she gets startled by the man wearing a devil mask looking through a window. And she's like, Tommy, yeah. oh, jeez, you really got you got me, Tommy. Come on in. Yeah, hurry she up. Op- she opens the door for him and goes to, and starts making them each a drink. Uh, Nora leads him to the bar where she, you know, she makes drinks for the two of them. She then tosses the towel aside, trying to seduce Tommy, saying that she's going as Lady Godiva for her Halloween costume, which, okay, that's that's fun. I, I just think of chocolate. <laughs> when I hear Lady Godiva, I'm just like, um, chocolate, yeah. And then more, more fun to nudity is seen, along with that ass. Um, she asks Tommy if he wants to play her horse, which I was like, okay, that's hot. <laughs> I thought that was a good line. That was a good line. Oh, Godiva, Lady Godiva. Yeah, okay, he's yeah. like, Tommy, you want to be my horse. I don't know much about Lady Godiva. But she, she oh, again, rode a horse cho- naked through town. Again, chocolate. That's all I think about. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't think of literature. So chocolate. The road man just stands there looking at her. Nora lays on the couch, now kind of like presenting herself. She like lays back, like almost like you'd see like a like a Playboy spread or something. She's very laid out, presenting herself. Draw me like one of your French girls. Yeah. Uh, the road man walks up to her, still thinking it's Tommy. Nora closes her eyes and tilts her head, revealing her, ne- exposing her neck. The man pulls out like this. Under his robe. Under his robe. He, he pulls, pulls out like out. a, it's like a three-prong hooked trowel. It's like, it's like a giant trowel. On a no, long no, wait, handle. That's a spade. Yeah, trowel. It's like, yeah, it's like, a, you would think it'd be a pitchfork or tray, but like, the, yeah, the, the, the prongs are, are bent and bent, curved. Yeah, like, like a, a trowel. trowel but, it's, yeah. but it's like a three foot long handle yeah and the trowel head's like giant very wide very, very wide it's a really like odd a, looking... you you made a good description like a pitchfork but it's three prongs bent down like a trowel yeah. with a long handle yeah yeah it's, yeah, it, it's so uh he's definitely sw- a gardening tool of some sort um he swings it down at nora and the hook fork prongs stab into the side of her face and face and, and neck and just and she's dead she killed her blood not, sprays on the window not, not a bad effect not bad not, not bad. too bad i was i was 
Expecting worse. Expecting worse, but not Pleasantly too Pleasantly surprised considering this is our first gory kill. It is. Yeah. Uh, we cut to the location of the big Halloween party where we see a lot of various people working on getting it set up and, and decorating. Um, up drives Grandpa. He gets out, goes up to Vera, who's setting up directors, telling her that he he brought a bunch of pumpkins for their party. Sure. This guy is just the Mr. Pumpkin. Mr. Pumpkin. Uh, he also tells her that, that she's growing into a very tempting young lady, which is fucking creepy because we, we already know what that means. Yeah, that means I'm about to rape your ass. Uh, watch out. Watch. <laughs> um, These pumpkins aren't going to take care of themselves. Like my, my bitch die won't give it up for me anymore, so I'm turning my attention to you. Cause you uh, so overhearing this, Brian steps up behind her and like hugs her from behind in order to like, keep dirty grandpa from hugging her. Yeah, he, he's just like, get out of here, old man. He doesn't know who yeah, he, he is. he doesn't know. He just, he just hears him kind of, you know, talk about fucking his granddaughter, yeah, yeah, basically. Hampton lady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian and Gramps nearly get into a fight, but very kind of like, he's like, oh, he's my grandpa. He's my grandpa. He's, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, hey, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, you I know. didn't know who you were. I just like, so Grandpa Gran- doesn't take too kindly to it. All he does is flash the devil horns at Brian. And, yeah, and then he leaves, gets in the truck and leaves. So you know what that means? You're, uh, you're dead. I yeah. devil horned you. Uh, he doesn't leave yet because he's about to leave when Roger pulls up on his motorcycle. Uh, he and Gramps have a short talk. Gramps gives him some shit for being a cop. And then says, like, see you in hell, Roger, and drives away. Yeah, I can't be like, John what? with the law. See you in hell, Roger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, that motorcycle, that sweet motorcycle that Roger pulls up on, you notice what brand it was, right? Uh, it did not. It was Kawasaki! Kawasaki! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Vera then introduces Roger to it's, Brian. It's a police-issued Kawasaki. Yes, police-issue. Um, I believe that's what uh, Chips drove. You know, Eric <laughs> yeah. Stroud drove, drove yeah, Kawasaki's. Kawasaki's. <laughs> uh, anyway, Vera introduces Roger to her boyfriend, Brian. Uh, then wants to know what Roger thinks about Beth, and she's trying to hook them up. Uh, she, she Vera suggests that Roger take Beth on a motorcycle ride, so that's what they do. The two Roger and Beth go off on a ride together. On that sweet Kawasaki. Uh, we go back to Tommy entering his house. He hears noises come from a bedroom, which this is weird because we just okay. So he goes to check out these noises. Inside, he finds Brian and his sister making out, about to get it on, even though we, we just, just saw them. Vera and Brian at the Halloween party location, which is not their house. It's so far away. It's, they in, had to it's walk. in town. It's, it's in, in town. town because remember, they had to walk a few miles through a cemetery to get to it. We just saw them, and now they're back at the house about to go to Pound Town. What the fuck, man? There so, must be, like, some hyperloop or high-rail speed a, system. There's a wormhole. Yeah. That's that's how Mom was able the to stop Grandpa. Or they're going through the speed forest or something. I don't know. Speed forest? Yeah. Force. Force. Oh, F-O-R-C-E. What's speed force? You uneducated nerd. <laughs> Are you not even a nerd? No. I, I'm, I'm the nerd? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Wait, is uh, this is this a flash reference? It is a flash reference. Yeah. Once you said nerd, I was like, hold on. Who's a fast superhero who's on TV? Oh yeah. That nerd, Flash. <laughs> that nerd. Uh, <laughs> oh, <just keep laughs> you uneducated nerd. You should have said bastard. <laughs> you uneducated bastard. bastard. I should have said bastard. Let me go back and cut that out real ah. quick. <laughs> um so Tommy bursts inside, yanks Brian off Vera, who has her tits out. 
Um, Tommy yeah. easily manhandles Brian. He just, no one makes out with my sister. Yeah. Just bursts down the doors and just starts throwing. Like, and this is where you really see the size of, of Tommy. Of Tommy. Yeah. Like, because, you know, you've seen him next to Grandpa, but Grandpa's not that big a guy. And he really, he was next to Roger, and it's like, all yeah, right, you know, but, but Roger's another person. The, the, the height difference wasn't that crazy, right? But this is like, okay, yeah, this dude's a big dude. Yeah, um, Vera screaming at, at Tommy and trying to you know cover herself up at the same time. It's very Jerry Springer. It yeah. is very Jerry Springer. Um, so Tommy tosses Brian out of the house and goes back to his basement room where he next pulls time, out. Next time you're dead. Yeah, he pulls out what the same Devil Max that we saw the man. Kill who killed Nora, Nora was wearing. So I'm like, oh. You know. Instead of putting it on, he tosses it onto the bed and pulls out his black Rambo headband. Fuck yeah. And puts that on instead. And then he stuffs the mask into his black bag along with like a switchblade. And then he rushes out of his basement house. His, basement push, his push button switchblade. Push blade. button. Thing. Yeah. yeah, push button. Cut to Brian angrily ranting to himself about time. He's like, oh God, I'm going to get time. Because I'm going to kill him <laughs> next time I see him. Total awesome nerd talk. Yeah. I kind of love the scenes like, golly gee, I'm just trying to kiss on his sister. I like, oh gosh, what a, what a bully. And he's like bumping into tombstones like, ow, my toe. You know, just, oh, you little Weasley nerd. Yeah. You were getting some and then he got roughed up by the older brother. That sucks. Uh, so he starts hearing the sounds of metal dragging across stone as he goes to the cemetery. Uh, he doesn't see anything at first. And it's, this is just bad editing, I think. Because he turns around and he's like, oh, okay, there's nothing there. But then he just starts like, but then all of a sudden he's like, Hah! and he starts, he starts running. He starts breaking, breaking up a space into a jog and he goes into a full on sprint. And then we see a robed, a, a red robed man holding a shovel following him. So. I think Brian ends up seeing the road man, like I said, and then he, at some point, but you never really, it's not clear. Uh, but because this is a shitty horror movie, of course, Brian trips over his own feet and falls headfirst into an open grave. Into an open grave. Which, by the way, like, he would, like, again, just the editing is so bad, it doesn't make any sense, because even if he trips over his feet, like, why, you would clearly see an open grave yeah. in front of you. You wouldn't run that close to it. like he's gonna like if he didn't trip he was gonna run into the thing anyway because he it, like he tripped right on the edge of that thing like there was no way he'd be that close to it, it doesn't make any sense it's pretty bad he falls headfirst in this open grave which is just littered with random skeleton parts so apparently when people die in this town they, they just, just toss them into a <laughs> hole just toss them on in there they don't have caskets or coffins them fancy things they just toss them in a hole and cover them up because <laughs> that's what this is. <laughs> It's a natural burial, Marshall. It's how they do it in Napa Valley. Yeah. You just return right back to the earth. They, 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 no no steel between you and Mother Gaia. They fertilize them grapes. <laughs> uh, and this sure does taste like Brian. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a hint of Brian if you know. I do taste hints of Brian. <laughs> Subtle notes. Yes, I do. Um, so Brian looks up. And he tries to climb out of the, the grave, but the man the devil mask is there standing over him. Brian like reaches out his hand, pleading for help. Come on, man. Uh, the masked man raises the shovel above his head, brings it down onto Brian's head. There's a very brief cutaway to avoid them having to show the shovel actually entering Brian's skull. But when it cuts back, we see the blade of the shovel embedded in the front of Brian's head, his skull. Looks Blood's pretty good. gushing out, pouring down over his face. And I thought the same thing. It actually looks really fucking good, but you only see it for like a split second. But I will say they, it's great. It looked, it looked really, really good. good. I have to say, I, yeah. I tip my cap to that. To whoever the makeup artist is who did that, 
because that's the actor standing there. Yeah. You know, so they'd put that prosthetic and all that work on the actor. Yeah. And, you know, 100%. like Marshall said, he stood there for just maybe a second or two. But you get you, you definitely are able to see the work they did. It's it's pretty good. We cut back to Vera on the phone with Roger now, talking about Tommy and his bad behavior along with Roger and Beth hitting it off. Amanda, excuse me. Amanda shows up and pretty much tells Vera how bad her and her siblings are because they don't want to stay at home and coddle her all night. Yeah, no and, or stay at home and coddle her. Not just tonight, but all the time. Like, you guys never always leave me. You guys don't want to be here. You want to leave me. She's basically giving them a guilt. I'm like, you stay home and coddle me. I yeah. need you. Coddle, coddle, you guys, coddle. You, you guys, can't have your own lives. You need to stay home and coddle me. You guys are me. all adults and you're leaving. What the fuck? Yeah, you're just going to leave your mom here? I'm like, yeah, she's, again, a terrible fucking mother. Um... The sun sets and we cut to Grandpa's barn where he and his cult are holding another ritual. This one, they initiate a new female member into their cult. Uh, the initiate is dressed in all white. Grandpa fills the goblet with the blood from a dead goat that's been strung up from the rafters. Yeah, they have this like open. severed goat head or yeah, you know, something. Se- I thought it was just the head. At first, I thought it was too, but it doesn't make sense because it was severed head. Why is there still blood dripping out of it? Because it's a movie. I don't know, man. The blood should, if that was completely severed head, there'd be it would just be draining. Like, I think like okay, maybe it's upside. Hang, I don't know, but yeah, it doesn't make sense. That's that's the knit you're gonna pick. I pick a lot of knit. That's the knit you're gonna pick. I'm picking knits over this movie. That's that's a that's a that's, that's a job that's a little knits. that's a little knit, man. It's my job to pick those knits. Shit. Um. <laughs> so anyway, um, each member of the cult drinks the blood from the gal that while chanting, um, like share the blood or something like that. Um, Gramps takes a swig himself after saying the power is the blood, then places the goblet on a makeshift altar. Uh, the new chick is stripped down, more frontal nudity is seen. Uh, she's taken over to a wooden, this like wooden bar that's hanging from the rafter. Not like a vertical stripper pole, but like it's, it's horizontally hung and it hangs down from the rafters. I do have a question. Yeah. Is this the star of Dr. Fellatio's Blowjob Adventures? <laughs> no, that's Nora. Oh, that's Nora? That's Nora. Nora's the star of Dr. Felicio's yeah. Blowjob Adventures? Yeah, Nora's the star. Oh, well, this chick is... Uh, Did you not listen to me when I said Nora? Well, when I, 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 I apologize. Just, I, said Nora? I was pretty distracted by Dr. Felicio's Blowjob Adventures. And Butt Slammers? Yeah. Butt Slammers Volume 11. <laughs> okay. All right, no, so, yeah. No, that, no, that was Nora. Because, yeah, this chick, uh, she's she's looks like it. she's yeah. probably primed for that type of... Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> those type of titles as well. Um... So uh, she she she's uh, like I said this wooden bar is hanging from is also hanging out from the rafters. She she grips it tight like bracing herself for like you know like you can tell she's bracing for pain. Uh, and then one of the roadmen takes a branding iron and brands. And I'm her- thinking, give her a tramp stamp, give her a tramp stamp. He brands her ass cheek with a pentagram, which looks more like a children's stamp than a brand. Yeah, it's just it's not a brand. They didn't do like a makeup job like cinch. It's just. I'll just draw and mark a little pentagram on but your But this ass. is what bugged me about it, too, is that it's the same goddamn pentagram that was singed. That's what my problem is. Yes. Because the act like, if it's the same marking, then that would indicate that... It looks no- exactly the same. If that's because it, it, that's what I'm saying. It then makes you think that Nora would be a part of this yes. cult. Yes. But if she's a part of the cult, why, why is she Grandpa... Get, why is she why murdered? She, yes. And why is Grandpa, like, trying her? Like, she, like, he'd be like, dude... Bitch, you know what's going on. Like, just save her one night. We know, what, him, you know what's going home. on. Get yeah. him home. Keep him safe. And then you can fuck him all you want tomorrow or something like that. But no, she acts like she has nothing to do or there's no connection it, to her and this this, this but, cult. But that so pentagram, does that mean, does Nora just, just 
by coincidence, have her own pentagram ass tattoo. On her ass. On her ass in the same spot. You know what it is? It washed off in the fucking pool. She's a goddamn poser, and they all knew it. It's like, <laughs> she just wants to be one of us. It's she's just drawn. She draws a big tattoo on her ass. Everyone <laughs> knows she's a poser. That's what it was. Grandpa's like, you're hanging out with this poser ass bitch putting pentagrams on her ass with a sharpie. <laughs> so, I like that theory. Um, so that's what, yeah. So, so this girl gets branded. We jump back to Beth and Roger at the cemetery. He tells her that he was told to check check it out due to the reports of grave tampering. So Grave tampering. I, so we have a cop basically taking a girl on a first date on an assignment to a great to check out grave robbery and grave tampering. Now this huh? this this is on Halloween. That is a pretty baller move. Yeah, I, it's like it's Halloween night. I gotta go on assignment. You wanna you wanna join me on my Kawasaki? We need to go look like, at some, yeah, some is this grave like a, robbery. A ride along. This, or this like, isn't what is happening. This, this is a pretty. He's on duty. This is a pretty slick move on Roger's point. I gotta say, I like this move. <laughs> so, I like this move. They instantly find a group of costume people gather around an open grave. Roger sneaks up on them with his gun out, like, ready to shoot. Turns out it's just a couple of dumbass kids that actually uh, dropped a bag of candy into an open grave. Hold on. When they first pulled up, and they're like, look at those people over there. I'm like, oh, the children? Exactly. That's it's my next point. It's clearly children. For miles away, it's plain as day. You they're can tell they're, they're fucking kids. Giggling. One, they're like four feet tall. And two, they're, they're they giggling, have the high-pitched voices of giggling, children. laughing, enjoying themselves. Yes. And like, Frolicking. oh, we gotta sneak up on these cultists. No, they're fucking kids. And, and Roger comes fucking... Guns are blazing almost. Guns, guns drawn, ready to fucking blow Billy's face off. Um, I guess, yeah, he's... It, yeah, it's... It's pretty <laughs> it's silly, but, ridiculous. you know, it's 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 supposed to be like, whoa, we got the kids. They just shouldn't have shown the goddamn kids. Yeah. So, not, yeah. like, they were a little out of focus, but it was clearly children. Clearly children. And even... Even when you're not even auto, you can hear them off screen talking and giggling. And you can tell, oh, that's kids. Yeah. Um. So the kids run off, and Beth now, as soon as the kids leave, Beth is like instantly horny. Give me that dick. Give me exactly. <laughs> give me that dick. Give me that, that. Give me that bacon. That piggy bacon. I I, I don't know. <laughs> give me that sausage. Give link. me that pork sausage link. <laughs> and she decided that she wants to get fucked right here now on a grave, I guess. Because so they're going at it. Uh, they're making out on, on a grave somewhere. Beth ends up like she's like rubbing her hand off, and she she finds a hand of like she's, a dead guy that's buried. They're on top a, of a freshly buried grave, making out. She grabs his hand. Right, we think well, it's Roger's yeah, she, hand. Roger's on the, and she's on, like, on the ground. Oh, she your hand's out. so cold. Yeah. But then it goes to a wider shot. And you see both of Roger's Thank you. hands. Like, like how she's a fucking moron. Roger's hands, both of his hands are like are on her ass Clearly and her hip. On her ass. So and she's holding on to a third hand. She's like, nothing's like, wait a minute. There's nothing clicking there. Wait a minute. Something's not right here. Why <laughs> why do you have three hands all of us? It's like a fucking Scooby-Doo moment. Yeah. Like, huh? <laughs> like to slow turnaround, there's the monster behind her, and she's gonna start running in place going. Go, 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 go. Go. Yeah, that's the fucking Scooby Doo moment. <laughs> but you know me? what? Doesn't distract Does her. Not distract her. She's she, got to get that she, fucking Jimmy Dean sausage. She, does. she stands up. She takes her pants off, ready for ready for her to be penetrated. And she, she starts tossing her clothes. 
She's like the one person who wants to see her tits. She doesn't get naked, but right. But you, you know, they they fuck in a cemetery. I think she's the one female actress in this entire movie where you of don't see her tits. Part, yeah, yeah, of any substantial tart. I said tarts. Tart. Substantial <laughs> That's tarts. Tart. Um, so they bang and they immediately get dressed and they carry on about their business. Roger drops Beth off at uh, his house to meet up with Vera. And then he drives off again. So, again, I'm so the, the people are just teleporting from teleporting from house to house. It gets confusing. It seems so. It's Vera, so, we, we they should have been like, how does he know to drop Beth off at their house? Because when he picked Beth up, they were at the party setting up. No, no, no. She Vera said, uh, make sure you drop her back off because we need to get dressed for the party. For the third for fucking the third time. Fucking, okay, they, yeah, they, they, yeah. I missed that because like they, <laughs> they vacation. She yeah. did say that. Make sure you drop her back off. Okay, I missed that part. Then all right, good good deal. Uh, we cut back to the big Halloween party. It's now the party's in full swing. There's a live band playing as people drink, dance, and be merry. Uh, the party then suddenly switches gears when a lady dressed in a red sequin ball gown enters and goes straight into a stripping routine in the middle of the fucking party. Yeah. Middle of the party, full-on strip tease. And it's, it's a full strip tease. And this is like, like, not like like strip club, like, twerking. Dirt. This is like, almost like more burlesque, like very, very old school. Like, almost like, like Betty Page, maybe. Like very, yeah, very, yeah. He expected like a saxophone, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's very like, what the, what is happening? Um, so, and of course, a few minutes, uh, we get a few minutes of her, uh, she strips down butt naked. We get more full frontal. Oh, and this, here you go. This, this stripper, this is the lady, same lady who got uh, branded in the barn. No shit. Same girl. Okay. Yeah. She's wearing a uh, Lone Ranger's mask. Kind yeah. She's she yeah. wearing like, a, it's almost like a Jessica Rabbit meets the Lone Ranger meets a <laughs> flapper. Because she has like a feathery bow in her hair, a Lone Ranger mask, but she's a red secret gown like Jessica Rabbit. Great weirdo <laughs> description. Yeah. But I like it because, yeah, she's got, she had the gloves on like and Jessica gloves, Rabbit, yeah. but they got taken. That was like the first thing. As she's walking in the crowd, she's like, put her finger in some guy's mouth and she pulls the glove off. And it's, it's a whole fucking routine. Yeah, it's a straight up routine. But it's like interactive too. Yeah. Because like people are unzipping her dress, taking off her gloves, shit like that. It's, it's like. But not a single motherfucker was tipping her. No. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she's just like limp dick motherfuckers. <laughs> um, so um, where was I? Uh, that's weird. Yeah, hold on. Oh, okay. So now what happens next? That's not where. What happens next blows my mind that this happens in the movie. We cut outside to where some random party goer dressed like a cowboy or something. Or they're all hanging out, and this cowboy dude. Just launches into a full-blown, shitty stand-up comedy routine. He's working on his tight five. It's bonker. Like, I, I like, what is happening? Like, are you serious? Like, first thing he's just telling us, like, oh, he's just trying to be funny. Tell me, like, they keep going, like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. This is, this is a routine. He does a full. This is a full five. Like, five-minute like, routine. Five, stand-up his, comedy routine. His tight five at the ice house. Exactly. <laughs> The improv. His type five at the, the comedy store. Yeah. yeah. The Laugh Factory. Uh, and again, this movie, it lingers on this for way too long. We watch this terribleness go on and on and on. And I just, I couldn't believe this was fucking happening in this movie. Like how, 
in the hell? Who thought this was a good idea? So like, they had this guy doing this stand-up routine, and everyone's kind of gathered around him. It's like, every once in a while, you get a guy who's kind of cutting up at a party, but he's not doing a fucking routine. Not, yeah, he's I, usually telling a story. Dave Chappelle isn't going yeah. to a party yeah. and going into his fucking routine. He might tell a funny anecdote, and you're like, ah, that's funny. But he's not doing his, his bit. His fucking he's not material. Doing his fucking material. Yeah, you like, might, are you kidding me? And, like, You'll have someone what? at a party telling a story, yes. and people gather around. Yeah, but that's about it. But this yeah. is a, this is like Marsha said, fucking type five, baby. Like who thought? Who writing this movie thought? Like, hey, you know what would be a great idea? What if we really slow down the flow of this movie by throwing a really shitty stand-up comedy routine? It just takes you, which by the way, <laughs> won't even be remotely funny. And then let's feature it predominantly and linger on for way too long. And it has it's genius. Nothing to do with the story. Nothing at all. It's not even what our main character is trying to do. do it's like, oh, it's a character who's who's. Wait, we've watched him all morning, and we've he's the funny nerdy guy who his ass he aspires to be a stand-up king, and he's no. working his bit. This is some random we've never seen before. Never comes back. And it's not like they got like. You know, it's not like Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor or George Carr. It's not like an actual comedian they got to make a cameo. Dude, it's just some random fucking Joe Schmo we've never seen, and you never see him again. But it takes it like five minutes or like three minutes of this movie of this shitty comedy routine. Like it blew my mind. Absolute genius. <laughs> I kind of loved it. <laughs> Are you serious? No. I mean, oh, thank God. Like, we're going to have to have a serious talk. Let me put this I was, to, I was about to put this on hold for a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Pause. pause okay, this. buddy. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I I did. I will, I will say <laughs> it's unique. It, it is it's unique. It's got that going for it. So, eventually, we finally cut back to Vera and Beth getting in their costumes again and putting on makeup for the party. It's another boring scene where they talk about Roger. It does lead to Beth. Uh, taking Vera to the cemetery to show Vera where yeah. she banged her brother, yeah, so which is fucking weird. Like, why would Vera want to know so many details about her brother's sex life? Like, like where, where did you fuck my brother? Over there in the graveyard. Show me. And she's all like, show I me want where. Hook up with my brother. I, like, again, I like, want to smell the dirt his ass is was there on. Some incestual things leaking through the family tree. Uh, family you tree? saw Grandpa, and Ma, Grandpa right? and Ma. Yeah, but like. Now we're getting like some taboo brother sister weird shit going on. Some taboo stuff. Like, yeah, like, why would you like? I've never met a sibling pair that's like where one sibling so obsessed with like the other sex. Like, most of it's like the opposite. Like, Dude, I don't want to hear about my brother's sex. Like, I don't know about my brother's sister's sex. Like, I don't want to know that. Keep it away from me. Like, but she's like, no, show me where you fucked my brother. Like, I want all the details. Like, it's weird. It's an odd, 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 odd thing in this movie. It's taboo. It is taboo. Uh, which, by the way, Jennifer Lee or uh, Angel Rush. What? Well, no, I wish she, if she, <laughs> been, if she would have been. Which in Angel taboo, Rush was in Taboo Four. I wish that would have been a nice segue. Mom's coming for Junior's dick. <laughs> um, Vera spots a hand sticking out of a dirt pile, but she thinks it's another trick that Beth is playing on her. So she bends down and pulls on it, and ends up pulling Brian's dead body out from underneath this dirt pile. Which doesn't make any sense because Brian was killed in a grave. So that means the killer would have had to haul Brian's body out of the grave and then bury it underneath this dirt pile. It would have been easier just to leave him in the grave and cover him with dirt. Like, that's what graves are for. Why would you take him out of the grave? That's more effort than you... I don't get... nothing. (laughs) These people who wrote this movie did not think about a goddamn thing when it came to common sense and, and just... 
Who would do that? <laughs> I I don't care. <laughs> I get I get it, but it was it was bullshit. So they scream. Vera thinks Tommy killed Brian and swears to get Tommy back. It was the last thing she does. We jump back to the party. The party's back in full swing after the stripper and the comedian are done. The they're, band's playing again. They're rocking. They're, they're rolling. Rockin'. Vera and Beth go to Grandpa's farm. Vera tells Beth to stay behind while she goes in because this is a family thing. This is a family thing. I'm going to go confront my killer family. Can't, yeah. You know, you, you stay He's here there. and wait for me. Um, in the barn, yet another ritual is taking place. I mean, seriously, goddamn, how many rituals do these fuckers do? I guess it was the first. It was like it's like it's like all they do every day, all day, just ritual after well, ritual. Well, this after was ritual. The, this was the main event. You know, it's kind of like you gotta get the prelims out of the way. The prelim rituals. <laughs> this is the main event ritual, and tonight uh, we have Tommy in the red <laughs> corner with Grandpa. <laughs> Tommy's uh, going for his Satan. I don't know, blessing. Yeah, so basically, Grandpa, all he does is do satanic rituals all day long, and in between rituals, he drives around the pumpkin full of trucks. Just gives like, people pumpkins. Trunk, truck full of pumpkins. That's all he does. Man's got to eat. <laughs> um, Vera enters the barn, screaming at and for Tommy, interrupting the ritual. Gramps tells her that she, she couldn't, you shouldn't come here. You I can't, I can't, I can't you do it. You shouldn't come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that she disrupted the ritual of the blood, and for that, she must pay for her sacrilege. Vera gets grabbed by two of the random robed occultists and dragged into the center of the pentagram on the floor. She gets tied to that wooden bar we saw her that hangs from the rafters. That old titties were hanging on too. Yeah. Grandpa gives Tommy a small, weird-looking, like ceremonial dagger. This but- is where he hands it off. Like he grabs the ceremonial dagger with the devil, with horns, devil horns and hands it to Tommy, who receives it with, with the, the devil, devil horns. horns. And it's very awkward. It's you can so, tell. It's they're like, so awkward. Okay, if you move your hand here, maybe I can... Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, there, there we go. Yeah. All right. It's so odd-looking. Uh, <laughs> so, and plus, this dagger is so tiny and weird-looking. Like, you can barely even see it in, tiny, in cer- Tommy's giant it's walls. It's ceremonial, Marshall. I know what it... I know it's ceremonial, but it's just... It's weird-looking. Anyway, Tommy approaches Vera, intent on killing her. Gramps keeps egging Tommy on, telling him that she he must kill Vera, that her blood is demanded, all the while holding up his devil devil horns. Shout out the devil! Um, Vera pleads and begs with Tommy not to kill her. Tommy raises the dagger above his head. He's, he's like, Jesus Argh! Christ, Tommy, I'm your sister. I'm gonna, he's, he's like, Argh! he's like, Tommy, I'm your sister. And then he comes down. He slices the ropes, uh, binding Vera that are tying her up, setting Vera free. He and Vera start to flee the barn, but Gramps like yells at Tommy like, "You're a fool! You fucked up!" Yeah, you know. And Tommy's like, "Stops!" Vera keeps running. Tommy turns and face Grandpa. He's like, "She's my sister!" And you know, uh, so I don't know. It's shit's going on. I like it. I like. I like I'm sitting here captivated by you. <laughs> yeah. She runs. She's my sister. And I'm like, go on. Uh, Gramps <laughs> is really pissed off right now. Tell us Tommy that he fucked everything up. Uh, that he's he goes on to say that in the kingdom of hell they are his family and that Tommy has failed their master. Gramps tells him that Tommy no longer has any place here and turns his back on Tommy, pretty much disowning him at this point. Tommy goes pouting off into the woods. Yes, Tommy runs out of the barn, takes off a few items of his robes, although the red cloak doesn't come off. No, he, Gramps tells his followers that he knows what he must do now and that he has no choice. And then it cuts. Back to the party where there's now a very rugged 
very rugged, rough-looking woman wearing like looks like a belly dancer's costume, dancing with three large fucking snakes wrapped around her. <sighs> it was so long, and it's so like it's. What is with this party? It's a weird so, party. I kind of want to go to this party. All the party going. You got, you got stand-up comedy outside. You got strippers inside. You got belly dancing snake people. You got a band. You got with band, giant yeah. hair. This party's fucking cool. No, this cat. This the closest thing we did get to this party would have been that like, New Year's Evil party we went to years and years ago in uh oh yeah uh yeah it was um it was like a hillbilly themed yeah yeah it, it was, was like evil hillbilly theme but there, there was there was there was a stripper burlesque, yeah a there band. was a burlesque stripper there was like all sorts of weird shit going on there was yeah like a weird paintball thing and, and it's pretty funny because it was hellbilly hell hellbilly. Hell, hellbilly new year's evil hellbilly new, new, new so some, yeah something all right like moon goons just a quick break for the movie <laughs> You get a, you get you get invited to a party. This is at a St. Louis art house. It's like an art, you know, a bunch of art people selling this on. And so they did a fucking, they did it right. They did a great party. So it's at this place called White Flag, and you're like, okay, Hellbilly, you know, theme party. So I'm thinking, Hellbilly, it is. Hillbilly, yeah. Marshall and I dressed up like evil hillbillies. Yep. Like I had like a bass fishing America shirt that he got me. And I had my, like, we had trucker hats. Marshall had like a wig on. I had a mullet wig with a trucker hat and a flannel jacket and like baggy, dirty sweatpants. Yeah, <laughs> like we looked fucking proper. I, I shaved like a mustache, like yep. into the like the bar handle mustache yep. and everything. We looked fucking choice. Yep. We show up. We're the only motherfuckers only, dressed up. Only fuckers dressed the up. Only motherfuckers dressed up. Yep. <laughs> There's like one other guy who's like wearing a stag beer shirt. Yeah. But he's yeah. just like, I just like stag beer. And everyone's like, oh, are you guys par-? like, but everything else, all the, all the entertainment, all the decorations. Yeah. Everything else had was a, had a hellbilly. They had a fish tank filled with bloody baby, baby parts. parts. Bob, so it was bobbing, bobbing for, ba- for baby bloody parts. baby parts. They had yeah. like a cage with women, like a dancing girl in a cage. It, it was crazy. I'm like. And I'm like, how are the only ones dressed up for this? Yeah, and it's, it's like, and people are like, oh, you guys are part of the entertainment? You guys got like a show or a gag? We're like, nah, man, we're just here to party. And they're like, oh, you dressed up? And like, yeah, they're like, losers. losers. Like, oh, fuck Who dresses you. up for party cooks? Who dresses up for a hillbilly Halloween? Like, hillbilly, new- yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Bunch. And now it's when I was like, fuck this town. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, side note, yeah. So this really this mannish looking woman dancing with snakes is outside. Um, all the parties are just, party girls are just standing around in a circle watching her as as this happens. Like it just everybody just comes to everything comes to a stop and just watch her. Uh, inside the band continues to rock on, singing a song called "You Can't Do It." You can't do it. You can't do it. Nah, 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 nah. Something like that. Yeah, you know. Uh, and holy fuck, are these guys hair? Dudes are insane. Off the charts. They literally may have the set the record for the largest hair manes ever. Their hair game is no joke. It's on super fleek, if that's even a thing. I think the holes in the ozone layer can be directly related back to these fuckers <laughs> for how much hairspray <laughs> they would have had to use to obtain this look. It's pretty epic. It is beyond epic. I'm like, I'm in envy. I'm like, I can't stop staring at it. It's majestic. Um, the name of this band is The Mercenaries, which was a real band at the time. Um, so standing in the back corner of the party, we see one of the red robed men wearing the devil mask. Uh, some girl dressed like a Southern belle goes upstairs into one of the rooms. 
Uh, the road man follows her up into the room. We see Roger getting on his motorcycle and leaving for some reason. So apparently he was at the party and then he leaves the party again. Um, the Southern Belle starts talking to the devil masked man, telling her about how she wants to hook up with Roger. Because apparently everybody wants to fuck well, Roger. We, we, we missed the part where the, the Southern Belle talks to Roger. Yeah. And then, you know, we follow the Southern Belle. But that's when fucking the reason Roger leaves is because the two girls... Oh, that's right. They yeah. Say, oh, yeah, he has to go to the barn. That's right. The two girls come in. It's like, you know, Vera and Beth that, come yeah, in. Right. And like, I oh, pre- yeah. fucking... The it, barn. It, but there's there's no dialogue. You just see them in the background, you know... Frantically you talking. Frantically talking, and, then, yes. and Roger goes running off. And obviously yeah. it's, you know, Grandpa's fucking crazy and yeah. killing my boyfriend. Uh, so, yeah, Southern Belle is basically... She wants to bang Roger now because I guess Roger's the hottest thing in, in this town. Everybody wants to fuck him. Um... Uh, so was he? Blah, 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 blah. Um, so, so she asked the masked man in the robe for help tightening up her bodice slash corset so she can look even higher to lure in Roger. So the road man walks up behind her and starts pulling on the strings of her bodice. He pulls them so tight it causes her titties to literally rip out of her dress. <laughs> she screams in pain. He pulls tight. Her titties pop out some more. She then just seems to pass out. And the man pulls out a knife, stabs her in the back with it, killing her. Sweet. We cut to Roger, the sheriff, and some other deputy, now at Grandpa's barn. They go inside to check it out, find nothing there, and leave. Very short scene. Hey, rookie, you got bamboozled. There's yeah. nobody here. <laughs> ah, remember, it's Halloween. You just got blah, 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 blah. Uh, back at the party, Vera and Beth have shown up again now, which seems odd that... Uh, maybe this note doesn't make sense, but okay, they went to... I found weird that they went to this party. They just saw, well, they didn't see it, but Tom, the, her boyfriend, they found her boyfriend murdered. They found a dead body. They go to the barn, find their brother and grandpa in a satanic ritual. She's strung she's, up. She's strung up, nearly murdered by her brother and grandpa. She flees, but instead of going straight to the police station for help, or even going home to cry and get mom's, and mom, you gotta help, we got, she, they go to the party. Uh, like what? Like, this is why when they went to the party because to get Roger, who is a police but officer. But still, like, why so, would you I go mean, that, straight to the police station instead? It still makes sense because it's still a police officer and it's family, so she he can maybe relate a little bit better and would take it more seriously. I have no problem with that. What I have a problem with is her continuing to party yes. after Roger left. After, yes, that's so that, part. Yeah, that made me sense too. to go get Roger first, and then he says, "Okay." Go to the police station now. I'll take care that, of it. That would have been good. So that's that fine. should have happened. Yeah. I'll, okay, go to the police station. Wait there where sure. you're safe. But Roger's like, all right, I'm going to go take care of Grandpa and my, our, my, our brother. All right, you have some punch. Yeah. Have some fun. You just missed a stripper, but Mercenary <laughs> is fantastic. Oh, but uh, <laughs> then there's a woman down snakes outside. Enjoy the show. Yeah. yeah, I'll be back. Yeah, that's not a great point. Like, yeah, why the, would they the stay The comedian's going to be back for his second set soon. Yeah. <laughs> He's thinking, uh, there's a two-drink minimum. So... <laughs> Um, so, but that's, that's a really good point. Uh, so the, uh, Vera and Beth enter the room where the Southern Belle was killed and they spot the girl's body sitting on a stool in the corner, but they think she's just she passed just, out from being too drunk. drunk. Uh, so also what the fuck, by the way, um, what the fuck are Vera and Beth supposed to be dressed up as? Because everyone else is at the party is dressed in clear costumes of various characters. These uh, two are dressed like they're going to prom. Dynasty? Maybe I, I like they are in like prom dresses. That's the only thing I can think of. I'm thinking maybe like a dynasty was a thing. Early in the movie, I do remember Beth saying something about I'm going as Princess Die and Vera Gary, Oh, you think you're gonna pass as royalty? Ha ha ha. 
but nothing. There's about, no, there's no there's crown no, there's tiara, no anything crown, like that. Crown tiara. Yeah. There's no signature trademark princess dye dress. She's, they're wearing prom dresses. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking weird. Um, so Vera asks Beth to hang up their coats in the closet. She turns and leaves them. Beth hangs up the coat in a pretty much empty closet. Keep that in mind. Pretty much empty closet. Not a big closet. And it's a small one at that. Yeah. When she turns and walks away from the closet, the empty closet from out of where comes a robed masked man from the closet. Yeah. Which she would have clearly seen this fucker standing in because it's a tiny closet. Our satanic masked robed man. Which there would be. Yeah. She would have seen him when she hung up the coat, but... It's bullshit. Whatever. The man sneaks up behind Beth with a piece of rope, wraps it around her neck, and drags her back into the closet. In comes Vera. I guess this guy works fucking fast yeah. and quiet. He's and, a ninja fucking assassin. And apparently he can also skedaddle out of the entire room. He just teleports. He vanishes from thin air. Uh, into thin air. Because in comes Vera. She spots Beth hanging in the closet dead. She goes, and but at first, like, oh, Beth, stop playing around. Bitch is hanging from the towel bar you see off the ground, feet her dangling. Feet dangling. And she's like, you see, stop playing She looks around. down and sees her feet dangling. She's like, oh, you. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty good fucking trick. Yeah. <laughs> and then she finally says, oh, shit, Beth's dead. She screams. <laughs> oh, shit, this she is real. She goes over to the Southern Bell, like, hey, help me. You got wake up, help me. Finds out the Southern Bell's dead. That's off a great scream. Yes. Um, she rushes out of the room and bumps. And by the way, the mask, the road man. Gone. Yeah. He, like I said, like yeah. A, it's all like five seconds. He grabs Beth by the neck with the rope, pulls her into the closet. Five seconds later, in comes Vera. So in those five seconds, he managed to completely strangle Beth and hang her from the closet pole, the, the rod, hang her there, and then somehow magically disappears without a trace, without being seen. Poof. It's magic. <laughs> um... David Blaine. <laughs> so Vera rushes out of the room, bumps into another robe devil, mask wearing man, who she thinks is Tommy. Even though this guy is like a whole foot shorter than Tommy, because we clearly see Tommy is a mountain of man, towers over everybody. This guy is shorter than she is. Yeah. And she's like, Tommy? What? <laughs> what? Come on! Come on, man! And also the way she yells at him. It's like scolding your little brother for finding your diary. Yeah. Tommy, give me back my diary. How Charles, dare how dare you murder my boyfriend? Tommy! And you kill my best friend too? Gosh, Tommy, wait till I tell mom. Like, I can kind of buy if the man was somewhat normal size, her height, or maybe size. Okay. But you're not gonna mistake your six foot eight brother for a guy who's like five two. Like, come <laughs> on. Um, so the man removes his mask, and it's Grandpa. <laughs> he tells her that Tommy can't save her now. Nothing can save her. Then we see entering behind Vera another robed devil mask wearing person. This one holding the hook pitchfork that used was used to kill Nora. Like the pitchfork trowel thing. Grandpa sees this person and quickly puts his mask back on. Oh, shit. Got to cover back oh, up. Oh, shit. For somewhere, it makes zero sense. Grabs a sword from a random party guard dressed like a Spartan or a Greek soldier or something like that. And now this shit wasn't insane enough. Now we get a straight up Princess Bride, Wesley, Inigo Montoya sword fight as they sword fight up the staircase. I mean, it is, it's, it's, 
it's pretty hilarious because you know why Grandpa put that mask back on? Because so suddenly, suddenly he grew about five inches and lost about fifty pounds. Yes, insert stuntman <laughs> and here. He got very nimble. Yes, yeah. I know exactly why you put it. Still, if you. In the room, like, why would you put that on? Because it would constrict your vision. If you're gonna fight something, like take that shit off. But uh, yeah, like let me put this on so we can insert the stunt man right here. Yeah, insert exactly stunt man. But and I, it was kind of funny because the stunt man you could tell was stumbling up the stairs yeah. a few times. Not the best stunt man. Kind of misstepping, but he didn't fall. Nope. But he came close a couple times. So full on store fight going on up the stairs. They go. Grandpa at the top of the stairs. Grandpa does a swings wide. The other guy ducks under the sword. And then hits Grandpa in the ribs with the pointy prongs of the pitchfork. Grandpa goes crashing through the railing, falls to the floor below with the hooked pitchfork sticking out of his side. At this point, Roger returns, takes off Grandpa's mask, who everyone thinks is dead. Oh my god, he's dead. But the old bastard is still hanging on. <laughs> Grandpa tells Roger that the power is the blood. The power. As, as he's doing the devil fucking horns. devil horns. The power the is the blood. One last time. And then makes one last, yeah, horn, devil horn gesture. And then jams the devil horns, his hands or his fingers of the devil horn, into Roger's forehead. Like, he, like just bam, right in the forehead with it. And there's a, there's a splash of red, red light. A red dot of glowing light appears <laughs> on Roger's forehead where Grandpa touched him. The dot fades away as Grandpa dies. The other road figure makes a break for the door. Roger sees him. Everyone still thinks it's Tommy. Roger's like, Tommy, freeze! Don't run! Shoots the fig... Shoots Tommy in the back. Bang, like, bang, bang! Shoots him. Uh, the road person manages to get away, though. Stumbles out the door. Uh, the, the road figure limps and stumbles their way through the woods. Eventually collapses into their knees. The person removes the devil mask, and we see that it's not Tommy, but it's actually Amanda, the mother. The longest hair ever comes spilling out. Yeah, somehow she managed to get all that tucked up no in that shit. mask. Uh, she gets back to her feet, limps off again. She makes it to the cemetery and collapses on her husband's grave. Up comes Tommy, who kneels down, holds her in his arms as she cries. She tells that she didn't, she did what she did, and that she only wanted to keep her family together. Um, Tommy tells her that he loves her, then hugs her tight as she dies in his arms. He lays her down on top of her, his father's grave, makes the sign of the cross this time, and then lays on top of her and just goes to sleep or something. Just, yeah, he yeah, just he, lays down on top of her. I'm going to cuddle on mom's dead body. Uh, you know, bitch, Amanda, if you wanted to be a good mom, just keep your family together. Maybe you should have moved out of town. <laughs> Marshall's serious when he starts clapping. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I did that. I don't know either. <laughs> uh, so we cut back to the barn where another ritual is taking place. Another one. Sure. Grandpa's dead, but fuck it. Let's have another ritual. They're like Hydra. The- take off one head, two more rise, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> so the person leading the ritual has their back to the camera as the camera zooms in uh, up on them. The new leader turns around and we see that it's Roger. Roger holds up the, his, the goblet full of like, goat blood or whatever and says we welcome the night freeze frame cue you're the devil's son music begin song again fade to black roll the credits that's hack a lantern everybody aka halloween, halloween night, night 
Wow. I got to say, Roger classed the place up. He had more minions. When he turned around, he had better rings on, had a golden goblet. His Going robes down. looked sharper. He wasn't wearing a fucking flannel with a gut underneath his robes. No. He and looked, he did that in, like, of course, like 20 minutes. He looked fucking sharp. <laughs> like, seriously, how like, fast did he do that? He, goes from, he must have gone from that party straight to the barn and got that shit together. What? <laughs> anyway, well, the blood is the power, right? Power is the blood. Power is the blood. Pardon me. The blood is the power. Pow- no, power is the blood. I think it's I, whatever. Whatever. You know. What uh, I mean. Anyway, guys, <laughs> we're gonna move on to this week's favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, Aaron. What do you got this week for favorite kills? Uh, Nora. Oh, that was my favorite kill. Nora. I'm sorry. She's she's a good looking lady. Yeah. You know, she's got the titties out. She's fully naked. She's presenting herself, as you were saying. You know, and then she got, wha-pow! you know, got, <laughs> got, got the old weird trial pitchfork thing in the neck. Not a bad effect. I think it was a good way to kick it off. Nude kill is always a good one. Uh, I did like the shovel in the head. Yeah. But yeah, nude kill. Better. I, yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's between Nora and Brian showing it. Yeah, so that's the shovel head was such. It, for this week, was a great, the best effect. It Absolutely, looked, it looked good. Mm-hmm. Like it looked like it could have been in a high budget movie. But yeah, Nora, just the whack right to the side of the face. She got a, a different kind of facial in this movie. Ooh. Uh, but uh, I think I'm gonna go with Brian. Yeah. But, I mean, don't worry. I like the whole scene with Nora's naked. The, the nudity is great. She's got a great body. She's hot. Whatever. But the, I'm breaking it just the kill that sh- that that effect, even though it's a cutaway. Yeah. But that when you see that shovel embedded in his head, it looks so good. That, uh, I I forget you know I, I'll forget the cutaway. So I'm I'm going Brian for this week's favorite. Ain't kill. not a bad one. All right, moving on to the odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right, ratings. IMDb gives it a four point eight out of ten. Rotten Tomato. There is no official thermometer score, but it has an eighteen percent audience score. Amazon, for some reason, had two different ratings huh. because I guess was, one was the Blu-ray and one was the DVD. For some reason, even though it's the same movie, uh, had two different ratings. Uh, one was 4.3 out of 5. The other was a 3.5 out of 5. Ooh, which one got worse? I don't remember. Um, um, plot keywords. There were 17. Wow. That's actually uh, it's pretty high. Yeah. Uh, topless. Yeah. Coors Beer and Coors Light. Is it? Because really? he had a silver bullet poster in his room in his basement. That's right, he did. He also had Killian's Kill- Kill- Red. Kill- is, Kill- is, Kill- is, is that the next? No, one? I wish. No. Oh, okay. Halloween, Halloween party, satanic cult, and Satanism were the other ones that really kind of yeah. had anything to do with it. Man, that's kind of funny because if you're looking at the plot words and you're like, okay, where's the core is life, baby? Yeah, yeah. I see Killian's. So <laughs> trivia. Here's where I'll talk about the band for a minute. Devil's Son. The song is played by the band DC Lacroix. Which was a real band back in from like '83 to '88, supposedly. Uh, they formed in Seattle, Washington. Uh, from what I gathered, they had three full-length albums, fronted by lead singer Sylvia Lacroix. Uh, the song "Devil's Son" was on their second album, titled "Crack of Doom," with their other quote-unquote hit song called "Rip It Up." That's all I got for trivia for this movie. That's I've, all I could find. <laughs> I've got one little, little, little uh, thing I saw on there. Go ahead. So. When Ma was visiting um, William's grave, you know, Will, the father, William's grave, William was born in 1935, and he died... 1968. Correct. Which threw me off. Again, I had to really figure out this time gap, because it didn't make any sense. They said it was 13 years later. If he died in 1968, 
That means what? It'd be 1982? Yeah, but even though the movie was 1981? When the fuck is this supposed to be taking place? But maybe it wouldn't work because the way those hair metal bands, those yeah. weren't way more prominent until the more mid eighties. Yeah, and also the t- like, even like being commonly having a Walkman and stuff like that. You know. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, Killians was not around in eighty one. I don't think at least not enough that like you'd have like signage. Of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. Like the whole that date on the grave, so really threw, throws everything off. It it doesn't make any sense. I don't think that motorcycle was an eighty one. I think it was a later model. And speaking of like, well, let's talk about eighty one. This movie, or this movie was made in eighty eight. Yeah, and it looks like it was made in like seventy eight. Grant, if we watch on YouTube, it's a VHS rip on YouTube, and so you get like the staticky fuzz at times. But just the the video quality, some of the things that people are wearing. The, the hair style, like it looks like this was like seventy eight, not eighty eight. It looks old. Uh, yeah, it it uh, it's it's really poor quality, but I mean, it's still eighties. You know, yeah. you're probably using older tech. Um, you know, so and it's low budget, obviously straight to video. I do have a budget for this, but I don't really want to go into a full on budget game because it's it's not a real budget. Oh come on, let me try. You can try, but you're not gonna guess because it's, I think this is a joke budget based on this movie. There's no way this movie costs this much money. Ooh, so it's gonna be off the charts. One million dollars. If that's on the charts, and you're way off. No, the what I found was five. Million five hundred thousand. Launder, launder that money, baby. Yeah, launder something. So this was this was something like a, a mob job or something. That's exactly what it is. I mean, that was one of the premises in The Sopranos. You know, it's like, how are we gonna launder this money? Hey, I know uh, Christopher wants to make a movie. Let's have him make a movie. Yeah, it's like I, that doesn't surprise me. So yeah, I I don't want to call it official budget because I don't I can't buy that this movie costs five, five and a half million dollars. Five and a half. Five and a half. Five million five hundred thousand. I'd maybe take half a mil. And like and like yeah, five hundred thousand in 80, 88? I mean five. I mean eighty eight is still not. That's still a lot of money. It's gonna be like ten million a day, maybe more. But I mean, it's still a low budget. But that movie, if they have five million dollars, and they could There's have that no better, they could have shown way. the shovel going to the guy's head. Yeah, they could have it, done. Better they could have had effect. better actors and actresses. Exactly, better Ryan, better actors, better video equipment. There's no way this thing was they five have and a half got, million. It's like they could have afforded more than an extra from Blade Runner yeah. and a porn star. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let me come on. Yeah. So take that for what it is. That that's. Whatever. All right, moving on to five-star reviews. Is this your guilty pleasure? Five-star reviews. All righty. Amazon, there's only nine reviews on Amazon, at least initially I found. Like I said, there's two different ranges. There's two different... The pool I pulled from was just nine reviews. 43% of those nine reviews are five stars. Zero one-star reviews for this movie. Wow. From jrick 79 writes... Nice cheesy movie. Good example of So Bad's Good. High Pike is hilarious. The rest of the cast do a reasonably good job. Five stars. From Lance. This is the ideal low-budget 80s slasher fic. Forget Halloween. High Pike is amazeballs. Watch this immediately. Five stars. From Vez. Simply writes, so good. 
And Adam Spence doesn't even write that. He gives put down a thumbs up emoji, but five <laughs> stars on that. I can't even type words. Yep. That's how I feel about it. Uh, from Diane, somebody writes, yes, please. Five stars. Um, and lastly, I wrote one from, I took one from IMDb, from B.A. Harrison, titled Better Than Hereditary. A grandpa tries to lure his grandson Tommy into his group of satanic worshippers. Forget Hereditary. Hack-O-Lantern is a lot more fun. Instead of confusing slow burn horror, we get cheesy 80s goodness that moves at a fair lick. Instead of drab, washed out cinematography, we get a vibrant Halloween setting. Instead of miserable characters, we get, we get a colorful collection of likable fashion disasters. <laughs> sure, the acting is less than perfect, and the direction of Jag Mundhara um, is basic, but the film more than makes up for this with some bloody killings, more than its fair share of gratuitous female nudity, the three Bs, boobs, butts, and bush, and several what-the-fuck moments guaranteed to bring on the giggles. Pick your job off the floor as dirty old grandpa finals his own daughter's tits on her wedding day. <laughs> Witness Tommy popping on his headphones to listen to some metal on his weatherproof Walkman. As he closes his eyes, we are privy to his thoughts on MTV-style music video, Nightmare, in which the band plays heavy rock while a woman fires laser bolts from her eyes and severs Tommy's head. Hilarious! Wonder what the hell is going on as a woman strips naked at a Halloween party while a man outside breaks into an impromptu stand-up comedy routine. <laughs> and don't forget to play my hackle and a drinking game, a shot for every time someone throws up devil horns. That's hilarious. Six out of ten. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so there's what other people thought. Uh, that brings us to our final, our, our final breakdown. Um, Aaron, what do you got for Hack-O-Lantern? So bad it's good. Oh, man, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. This was not one that was boring. Uh, it was definitely weird. I gotta say, Hyde Park really did bring Hyde, it. Hyde Pike. Hyde Pike. Pardon me. He was he was the most fun. He was a lot of fun. Anytime he was on screen, I was entertained. <laughs> Every time he was like talking to his kids or his grandkids and telling, "See it in hell, Roger." <laughs> he says it with such a great grandpa smile, you know. And he's like, "Oh, grandpa." And even the daughter was like, you raped me on my wedding day and killed my husband. Oh, grandpa. <laughs> you know, everyone just kind of just goes, oh, you. You know, there's, there's this, like, oh, you about this satanic, evil, fucking diabolical man <laughs> who goes around killing people. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, the effects are decent. There's so much nudity. Um, it's poorly acted, but in the best way. Yeah. I gotta say, man. So bad it's good. It kind of like honestly hits the definition of so bad it's good. It's one of those rare ones where it's like, holy shit, this movie sucks. I love it. Um, I have a comment. I I I'm gonna, I'll give my decision, but I have a question before I go into my my uh, the rest of my stuff. Uh, but hundred percent, I agree. So bad it's good. First of all, go watch this movie now because I don't know how much longer. We've said before how long longer this right. is gonna be up on YouTube with all the violence and nudity in it. It's probably gonna get taken down. So if you hear this, go watch it as soon as you can. Uh, with that said, before I go, I, I, uh, well, I'll, I'll say now, um, everything you said, I love this movie. I, I was intrigued. I was pulling it from the beginning. I was like, I was never bored. I, this movie just got weirder and weirder and more, what the fuck is going on with incest and weird heavy metal music videos and laser beams and snake dancers and what is happening. Stand-up comedy. comedy. It, it's insane. So crazy, but I was entertained. Like I, I, I yeah, it's so so bad. It's good. Hundred percent. Go watch this movie. That said, I want to bring back. I, I, I know. I, I, given our answers, I pretty much think 
what you would say, but let's, I'll ask you officially. Boot or reboot? Would you leave it alone? or would you, I would say, I'll take this right. I would 100% remake this today. Mm. I think this would be... I had a good premise. It's It was poorly done, but it's in a good way. So I don't want to say it would ruin the... But I could see this being redone today and being really good. It's something that's not well known. It's a good enough movie on its own, but I feel as if you almost have to remake it to almost introduce people to its to what it is. Yeah, you know, I I, I didn't know what the fuck it was. I've never heard of it, and then, you know, I'm 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 on our Instagram a lot. Yeah, you know, and I'm always like looking for people like us or other podcasts. And this one's never come across my radar. Never, hmm. never have I, ever. So when I came across this, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking fun. Yeah. This is great. Why haven't I heard of this before? No, I'm surprised honestly, we haven't. Yeah, honestly, not a thing, but maybe I should, wouldn't reboot it because it is so a unique gym all by itself. But if it got remade, I'd be okay because it's it's a good premise. It's a good story. It just needs, it could be better. It could go from so bad it's good to just being good. Like I think because it 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 would could lose its charm, its its shitty charm. But but that's it, part of the charm of it. I know, that but is... at the same time, you could take this premise and turn it into an act. I think an actual like good like right. good movie. Um. So I, it could be rebooted and I'd be okay. But yeah, either way, we both agree. Both of us say go out and watch this movie. Absolutely. It's, it's fun. Um, with that said, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Remember, I am going to play the entire version of Devil's Son at the end of this. So if you want to hear the whole thing, stay tuned and listen to that. Um, otherwise, you can... You know, it's worth it. Yeah. Um, so we'll, thanks for listening, guys. Check we'll, out DC LaCroix. DC LaCroix. Uh, it's capital D, capital C, space, capital L, A, capital C, R... O-I-X, I believe. Um, so, yeah. We'll be back later, guys. In the meantime, watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight. <laughs>